got your headphones on. All right, it's another week. And uh, we're back on the internet. I know. Thank you, soldier. I don't know if you guys know, but Soldier invented the internet. That's a great song. You think so? I think so. It's a very good song. He's number one on somebody's billboard. <laughs> Somebody somewhere. Somebody somewhere. He's number one. That's our guy, Soldier Boy. Tell him. Welcome. <laughs> you remember when he was like, Soldier, Soldier. What song is that? It's every every single one before a legend. We got. We really do have to give Soldier Boy his flowers. He started everything. He started rappers He's, on the internet. He started rap. <laughs> that's that's false. <laughs> false information there. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Men on the Internet. Probably the greatest show with only two episodes. Yeah, I got I got to agree. I yeah. greatest show that I'm on. Greatest show that I'm on as well. My name is Kelby. Over there we have Sunil. In the back we have Hola. It's Chris. <laughs> Hola. I like to call him the chief of immigration. I don't. I, again, don't put that on border me. patrol. That's not Yo. my job. Hello. Hey, it's okay. Nobody's really doing that job, anyways, right now. <laughs> Ooh. I don't want to okay. come after me though. And we got a special guest over there who's. We'll talk about it a little bit later. All right, so welcome back to Men on the Internet. How are you guys doing? You guys had a good week? Chilling. Yeah, week's been great. Can't yeah. complain. A lot of exciting things. Have you? Did you get back on uh, Sports Center again? Sports Center? Yeah. Nah, I've never been on Sports Center. You mean Sports Illustrated? Sport. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Sports Illustrated, the one where they have the ladies uh, dressed in half naked on the cover? The swimsuit edition? Yeah. They do have that. Yeah. I, I did like one one show last week. You did one bikini show? No. Uh, Just a Sports Illustrated. Ah, uh, they don't even like you like that. Nah. <laughs> yeah, get on the beach, Look, man. I respect women and everything that's beautiful about them. <laughs> we didn't say anything else. Oh, okay. I thought that was one of those moments. <laughs> no. My bad. My bad. Somebody's guilty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. What you been up to, Chris? Uh, working. I'm on my last week of work for this old job. Oh, you put your two weeks in? Yeah. Uh, what'd they say when you put it in? They were bummed about it, but they were bummed. Yeah. They're letting you work out your two weeks. Yeah. Oh, they love you. Well, they just don't got nobody else to replace. No, Mm -hmm. that means they love you. They would. That most people, if they don't love you, and you put in your two weeks, they're giving you that check. We don't need you. Okay. But now it's uh, my boss. She needs it because it's just me and her in the office. But before she made it seem like it was just whatever. But now it seems like. What do you mean? Like one time I asked you about that and she was you said she was just kind of like, oh, okay, if you leave, you leave. If he dies, he dies. (laughs) No, no, no. She was supportive if I left. She understands that. You You need something a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. That this is not the field I'm trying to go into. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. All right. So you excited? You feel. Do you have uh, a good goodbye goggles? Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so it's like when is that you like work. beer goggles. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Like are you, you saying good 
Bye, like goodbye goggles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like heard the something. End of, like it's the end of the road type thing. No, no, no. You know, when you get out of your job <laughs> and you're like, you've always said, I hate this job, and then the I moment you put your two weeks in, job. nah, <laughs> like the, well, because that job you speak Spanish. No. I spoke Spanish before that. I just use it more. <laughs> Yo, you steady trying to put. At one point, you are like, like putting him on a pedestal as far as his Mexican heritage, and then at, at the same level, you're being like, "You ain't Mexican enough." <laughs> he's not. He's only half. Wow, <laughs> that's fair. But the other half is also brown. So <laughs> I never said that. The reason why I said that is because Chris told me himself. He was like, when I met Chris, he could only pretty much say "Hola." Okay, and then I was just scared to speak Spanish because I felt like I was saying it wrong. Yeah, I wasn't able to utilize the comfort. Excuse me. Utilize the conversation. Emotional over this. You see me. You see me. I I, I put a lot of horse screens on this show. No, I always felt like uh, I didn't speak Spanish with enough people, so I didn't want to say the wrong thing and sound stupid. Wait, where did you live? What do you mean? Like where? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Echo Park. What you grew up in Southern California and you didn't have enough people to speak Spanish to? I like get my job. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait job. a minute. <laughs> there are some holes in the story, sir. No, no, no. So at this one, you pretty much only had to speak Spanish so you had to <laughs> practice a lot more. Yeah, yeah. So you got way better. I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. See? But the moral of the story, congratulations on the new job, Chris. That's huge. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. That's ginormous. So you excited about doing it? Yeah, finally something I enjoy doing. Working in your element. And I think I get to work at home for the first couple of weeks. Nice. Wow. It'll be different. Man. Yeah, I can imagine. Because <laughs> I had to go in the office this entire pandemic. So. Damn, you gonna be working at home when everybody's here? No, I think uh, my girlfriend has to go back into the classroom to teach. Oh, what a perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? Have, did they uh, shut you guys down, or you went back in? And now we still we still up and uh, up and at it. Nobody's nobody's caught COVID recently, so we're good. Mm. Well, um, I had this this incident um, the other day where somebody like came to one of our shoots, and it was very odd. Like the world feels odd right now. I feel like we're in that place where there's a scab, but the scab wants to fall off in the shower. Mm-hmm. So he came in and he just seemed real. Did you just say the world seems odd? Yeah. Captain Obvious strikes again. It's been feeling this way for like a year. No, 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 no. no. People were getting people were getting comfortable in the manicness of things mm-hmm. but now things like feel like they're in this transition period and i say that because this guy who was on set he was very agitated with himself until he was just like y'all i'm fully vaccinated could i take this mask off and we were all like yeah dude like <laughs> totally it's totally fine and that is when it hit me that i was just kind of like oh we might be post-pandemic in a few months Mm-hmm. I mean, the UFC just put on an event yesterday with 15,000 people live. No and, way. Uh, and there was not, most people weren't wearing a mask. Florida is a different world. But you know what? Friday night, I went to Orange and I went to a place, I'm not going to say because I don't know if they're going to get in trouble or not. But the people that worked at this bar did not wear masks. Mm. Tripped me out a little bit. I'm cl- I mean, I'm glad I already had COVID. So, you know, it's lit out here. But. 
Not really. I'm being, <laughs> I'm being, I'm being safe. Yeah, I but I know I am because I don't really go out anyway. You know, it's either I'm going to work and whatever. Going but back home, yeah. yeah, you know. But I went to this thing and it it did trip me out a little bit because I was like, I'm out amongst people. The people that work here are not wearing masks. I had mine on me. I think somebody called me a pussy. And I was like, for wearing a mask? So, of course, I took it off. You was yelling at me for this, like, three months ago. What'd you say? You said you were yelling at me for not wearing it three months ago. So, now why? I was? No, no, no. Like, the oh, people yes, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I just, it's in that position now do you guys think COVID is done in like two months I mean, it's not done but it's manageable i mean i think the issue is there's so many states that it like you're seeing Fl- everybody in florida kind of living their life you know you're seeing everybody in texas living their life so people in california are probably looking over there and being like well what are we doing here guys like uh how are they not dying over there but we're every supposedly we're dying over here because we and we've been the strictest lockdown in probably any state no 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 no. do you guys know that canada is locked down again yeah and people are freaking out over there Mm -hmm. i i don't know anything that's what but you know what's scary too? India's getting it hard right now. Yep. Yeah. Well, India's India. issue is a little bit different. What is it? So so the US did a good job um being able to get all everything going for the vaccines. Okay. And then I guess the president put a ban on anything any of the uh, products and maybe I shouldn't say this because I'm not fully educated about it but from a little bit that I've researched so there's been a ban put on any exportation of any product that's used to make the vaccine so they've kind of limited it to make sure that everybody in the U.S. if they need to make more vaccines and stuff like that they have all the products and ingredients needed for that. So none of that could be exported to these other countries. So like a country like India that has uh, like, you know, obviously a billion people, they don't have enough of the ingredients to be able to create enough vaccines for everybody. But is it about creating the vaccine or is it about shipping, exporting, receiving the vaccine? Because I know in the Philippines, they're receiving the vaccine. Yeah, well, for some, well, like that, I think is limited based off of countries that are willing to send the vaccine. But India obviously has a whole bunch of brainiacs that could actually create it. They just need the ingredients. But you see, here's that's where I'm going to have to give you a little bit of pushback. I don't think that the numbers in the United States are falling because people have been getting vaccinated. I mean, supposedly that is one of the reasons. Um, I think it's hard to prove sure. because the vaccine, what is, such a small amount of people have gotten the vaccine. What? Isn't hard to prove when it comes to COVID. (laughs) It's just what you want to believe or what you don't want to believe at this point, right? At the end of the day, uh any side is going to bring up their stats to show that they're proving one way or the other. And then every other side is going to refute it with their stats that's proving one way or the other. Problem is nobody really knows what to believe. Well, uh, what I could say is everybody just make sure you stay safe and uh, be glad that if you're okay and... You're okay. Like, I'm just glad that everybody's able to make it out on onto the other side. Right. You know, what a um, what a time. But I still feel like we're in that band-aids falling off. But the scab, like, the, the, scab, is, the scab is about to come off, man. I kind of feel like 
This summer, people are gonna go nuts. And I seen it in orange. When I saw those people not wearing masks, I saw I saw this one girl at that at that bar thing. I walked right on up to her. I never been so bold in my life. Walked right on up to her. I was like, <laughs> "Yo, you threw that in there." I was like, "What is he talking about right now?" <laughs> I walked right on up to her. I was like, "How old are you?" Wow. <laughs> she was like, "How old do you think I am?" I was like, "You looked not a day older than 19. She was like, "I just turned 20 yesterday." And I was like, why are you in a bar like that in the first place? You know what? It was like older. Okay. It was near um, older. They're 20. No, no, no. It was near downtown Fullerton. Ah, Stop. It was in, (laughs) I was in orange. I was in, I was near Chapman Mm -hmm. university and it was filled with older people until I looked around and there was a couple of people that you could spot. Like they clearly go to Chapman. And they got fake IDs, you mm. know. And I was like, "Why did you choose the old people bar?" Because I'm yeah. a, I'm amongst my old people, you know. I was the kid there. I'm 30. I was amongst the 40, 50 year olds. Everything was going well. We can all talk about early 2000s because we all lived. Why would you approach the 20 year old? Is the real question. No, nah, because okay, so I came out the bathroom. And <laughs> <laughs> I came out the bathroom, and she was looking at me. She looked me up and down like I was somebody. So I said, all right, if somebody going to look me up and down, I might as well just have to go over there and have a conversation. Wow. She was probably wondering who's staying. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> and now we can explain what happened to Chris D'Elia. Oh, no. Oh, oh no, that ain't, that ain't happening to oh, me. Oh. Don't talk about Chris God oh, like that. Chris love him some D'Elia. You got a Chris D'Elia tattoo? No, not okay. yet. Not yet. I don't know why you you pick you hear a celebrity. Oh, Chris Love, that's celebrity. <laughs> I don't know who that is. You know Chris Love. Yeah, he got one of them baby shirts. Yeah, yeah, Chris. Don't 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 act like you ain't love. Uh, rapping. I Eminem. know Chris Delia. <laughs> what did he What did he say in that rapping Eminem thing? Who knows, man? Magnet. He's a witch in many napkins. Yeah, napkins. Little napkins. <laughs> but yeah, nah, I wasn't Chris DeLeaing, but I definitely knew she was over 18. But I was just like, you're a little too young for here. And when you look me up and down, understand I'm your senior. So, wow. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you call me sir. <laughs> yes, I was. And she, she was twisting her neck around. Hey, yeah. I was like, you say hello. <laughs> when you speak, sir. When you speak to me, it's hello. Wow. Um, you sound like a fun time at a bar. I was I was cool with the guy that looked like Paul Rudd. That guy bought me everything. I was a little scared. I was going Hold to up. So wake you up talk, in the trunk. You talked to the 19-year-old and then got drinks bought for you by the dude. She was 20. And yes. Oh, okay. Yo, if somebody wants to buy me a drink, I don't know about you, but if so, anybody wants to buy me a beverage or some food, who am I to say no? I'm just I'm a young Just kid. no trips to Atlanta. He got you there, bro. I, went, I went to Atlanta one time in 2005-ish And I thought it was nice They had these big beautiful homes and all this stuff But I'll never forget this conversation Where I had this, this I was talking with this one lady Who was like I want to get married so bad And I moved to Atlanta because I heard that the guys here were just like southern gentlemen and all that kind of stuff. And and then I spoke to her like maybe a year ago and she was still saying the same thing. She was like, one day I'm going to meet a really great guy. I moved to Georgia for this. And I was just like, in my man, in my mind, I was like, I, I think I actually think that might be the wrong city. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't future from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Atamigos from Atlanta. 
You think that she want to get married to? <laughs> I'm just saying they don't seem like uh, southern gentlemen. Southern gentlemen. What? Don't talk down about our kings. Like that. I'm not talking down. I'm just saying they're not southern gentlemen. The me- what's wrong with Offset and uh, and uh, Quavius? Quavo? Quavius? Yeah, Qu- Quavius. That's his full name. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Quavo and Sweetie just get through? Go through something? Yeah, they broke up like any other couple would be breaking up. But wasn't it on some? Not Southern gentlemen type stuff. They fought over the PS PS four bag. What's the problem? Oh, I thought it had to do with uh, extramarital affairs. It wasn't married. Or whatever. <laughs> what that got to do with anything? It had to do with uh, one having a roster and one not. Listen, if you okay, then we'll put it out there. Sweetie was out there in the streets, so. Oh, so it's her fault. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to say? <laughs> Stupid. I don't really know. You ride it with Quavo, no matter what, though. That's our guy. Hey. Quavius. Hey. Quavius, Offsetius. Migus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Take Coffeeus. Take Coffeeus. Yeah, good guys. Good wow. guys. I love them, man. Culture 3 coming Hey, speaking soon. about Atlanta, last week you were talking about something with Will Smith in Atlanta. All right, so... Will Smith had a production for one of his new movies. I think it was called Gemini Man. No, nah, no, nah. <laughs> that one already came out. You might be surprised. Um, it was. It's called like Freedom or something like that, or mm-hmm. uh, 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 something like that. All right, so he had a movie in Atlanta, and um, that horrible, horrible voting law came out that said you can't. Give people water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to have voter ID. And so Will Smith decided that he was going to take his movie out of a place with 51% black people Hmm. to, like, Wisconsin or something like that, where there was, like, 9% black people. And he took his movie out of there until those voting laws, you know, I don't know, change, change or whatever. And then he's going to, he put his movie in a different state, in a different city. Gotcha. So it made me think, is Will Smith punishing the people of Atlanta? Sure. No, think about, think about it before you answer again. No, because I don't think he's the only one. There's been a lot of different events. This isn't the first like business entity that has taken uh, something out of Atlanta, <clears throat> like the MLB did it as well. Mm-hmm. And I was just, you know, Dana White was um, from the UFC was doing an interview yesterday, and he talked about um, just that one event that he had in Jacksonville, how much it boosted the economy for Absolutely. Jacksonville as far as restaurants, as far as hotels, as far as clubs, as far as all those types of things. So when you have these huge um, events um, whether it be a movie being shot there or whether it be like the MLB having their all-star game there, it does nothing but increase money that's going to these businesses surrounding in those specific cities in that specific state, all which is definitely going to the people that are working there, that are, you know, living there, that are benefiting from, you know, the tax dollars that'll be taken out of that from sales tax, whatever. So mm-hmm. pulling that is definitely hurting the people that would have benefited from that. Now, here's the thing right now is a crucial time in local economics. Okay. What does that mean? 
That means that there are commercials being played on the radio and on television saying, please vacation locally. Gavin, I'm not going to vacation in California if I don't have to. I'm going straight to Baja, Mexico. I'm going to spend my pesos there. But clearly, these states are fitting for your money. So it is a crucial time for big projects with millions and millions of dollars in budgets people flying in from all over the place who are going to be occupying these businesses to make it happen we all know that tyler perry ain't leaving Mm-mm. he got roots he just and got i also say what does that do who do you who are you standing with right because ultimately i get it you don't like the voting loss. But at the same time, those voting laws affect people in a, in a huge picture, but in the, in everybody's day-to-day life, they're going to need something, you know, especially, you know, they call Atlanta, the, the, the black New York city, you know, New York city of the South. Mm -hmm. So this is where our people created these, their own businesses and their own for and path their own forges in life to go out and cater to these large projects that are coming their way. So it's kind of like punishing them twice. If you truly believe that these laws are infringing upon their rights, right? So not only are they being affected through government policies, if you disagree with those policies, but then on top of that, now they're being hurt as far as economically, because you choose not to do business with the state that supposedly is, you know, um, oppressing them and whatnot. So it doesn't make sense. You're kind of, um, you're kind of, um, hurt, like stabbing them twice. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of suck. It kind of sucks. I do, I do appreciate what he's trying to do because he's like trying to take a stand and he's, you know, it's like the, the Montgomery, Montgomery, um, bus, um, um, and what am I trying to say? The boycott? The boycott. The bu- the bus boycott. But that wasn't hurting the people. It was helping the people. Right. You know, versus this one being like, I'm not going to work with you because your governor or your local government is doing something that hurts you. It, it has nothing to do really realistically with Will Smith. He didn't live there. If anything. I was going to say that. He lives not he lives here. He's in LA. Yeah, it, it 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 doesn't make sense to pull business and pull like economic um, economic funds from these states. If anything, there should just be more money put into programs that would, you know, navigate through these bills, right? So if if it, if you feel like you're oppressing uh, people's ability because they need voter ID, well then how about we start organizations that help people get ids um or if it's like you know it makes it harder for them to actually get to these precincts well how about we start organizations that actually drives people to these precincts or whatever fits underneath the law it would seem that more money and more um i guess organization would be more of a solution than now, hey, let's just ostracize you, put you on an island. Now you can't um, benefit from uh, the all-star game being there. You can't benefit from this movie being there. That you can, we're, you're, We're going to like pull all these opportunities for 
um, tourism to come into your state and stuff like that. I mean, to me, it doesn't seem efficient, but... You know what's crazy about this? The story of Haiti. So Alexander Ham- Hamilton was a huge fan of the slaves that 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 turned on their French masters, right? He was a huge fan of that. He sent American soldiers to go out there and help these people fight for their freedom. So, And then Alexander Hamilton turned around and he said to Thomas Jefferson, yo, we got to help these people because... Uh, they're do, they're they're fighting for their freedom, and Thomas Jefferson said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we should definitely do that." But then the American slaves said, "Yo, if they can fight for their freedoms, guess what we gonna do?" And Thomas Jefferson said, "Ah, we're not gonna do that." <laughs> so he actually turned his back on the people of Haiti, and and ceased doing business with the people of that country, which. Damaged that country for generations. I mean, still today, poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. I don't know if you guys know that, but these are decisions that were made in the 1800s that suppresses people today. And what what I don't understand, the best way to give people power is to get them as independent as possible. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is... Let's take the example of the Haitians. So because everybody there is in such desperate or a majority of people there are in such desperation, it gives the opportunity for the people that aren't in desperation to it gives them more of an ability to um, what's the word I'm thinking of, like take advantage of, of, of the people there because. Really, if you are wealthy or you have um, power through finances and things like that, mm-hmm. you, you you can do whatever you want there because people are willing to give up power because they they need money, right? So if right. you you can set the bar very, very low as far as what people's expectations are mm-hmm. because they're in such desperation. The same things happen in India. Like in India, there's obviously, um, you know, the, the problem was that uh there was just a big divide between the the rich and the the poor mm-hmm. such a big there's no middle class and until like the middle class started to be developed and things like that you know it was really easy to corruption just was rampant in india because it's those that have and have not mm. and um i know a lot of those same things are being used here in the states as far as like there's corruption and there's people taking advantage of you know those that are um less fortunate and things of that nature but it's it's i think until you go to haiti and see how much different it is there or go to india and see how much it is different it is there you'll realize that it's not it's it, there's obviously issues here but on a different scale compared to these other countries. Right. Right. I, um, I feel like there is, um, like it's easy sort of to say like, there's no right answer, but sometimes you do have to do a little dance with the devil, man. That that's the unfortunate truth. I just think that, I just think that, um, I understand taking the dollars out because feeling like okay the money is going to go to these governor these like government officials and and things of that nature but at the end of the day like there was a purpose for them doing the movie there in the first place right right um financial one 
Oh, was it more financial or was oh, it based yeah. off the story? No. Uh, people are shooting in Georgia because of finances. Okay. Yeah, because the state is giving you, t- you know, tax credits. Um, it's cheaper to shoot there. You know, you can go shoot at Tyler Perry Studios where he's going to give you a good rate versus shooting in L.A. You know, you could shoot in L.A. and New York all day long. But whenever a state gives you tax credits, you're going to save more money off of uh, your budget. So you're like, oh, I have more money to play with. There we go. So that's the reason why people gotcha. are shooting in, in Georgia. Well, I guess you got to choose choose your battles, right? Like at the end of the day, like Will Smith can do whatever he wants with his movie, with his, you know, wherever he wants to spend his money. It's a free country. You spend it wherever you want. But know that you're also taking money out of these same people that you're feeling like are 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 not being helped by these voter laws. Plus, you have to remember, too, like not every single dollar goes to the bad stuff. You know, ultimately, what are taxes? They're there to to support people, to build schools, to build roads, to do all these kind of things. Not so, in California. No roads are being built. The same potholes have been there for years. Where do you live? I got a good street. No, that's you don't. Awesome. I've been to your street. <laughs> no, no, no. For, I don't know if you were around for this one, but when the street was all bumpy and really bad, you don't remember that? It's still bumpy and really bad. No. You don't remember when it was like legitimately a warm field? Uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. They, like, they they do their best. Look, to in be California, you can't in drive in a straight line for too long. You're going to have to navigate <laughs> through potholes. Yeah. On any street. Well, this is true. At least in Los Angeles. Yeah. But uh, have you been in the Bay Area? Uh, not recently. It's it so is beautiful. better. It's so beautiful. Up there. Even back back home in Bakersfield, it's way better. The streets are better. I heard Bakersfield is a war zone. Nah. You heard wrong. Uh, I went up to Bakersfield one time. I had a 19 You've in never my been. pocket. Now You've never 19, been to Bakersfield. Now I put the 19 in no, my no, pocket. No, no, no. You just drove. <laughs> <laughs> you just drove past Bakersfield. Tell the truth, Kelby. Tell the truth, Kelby. I, I, put, I had the 38 in there. They call me I don't even man. know what a 19 is in the first place. <laughs> oh, boy. I was like, yo, that's not oh even boy. a real gun. Of course no, it is. No, that's a real gun. Yeah, of course it is. Yo, come on, Krill. I don't know. A 19? Glock 19. Yeah. Oh, that's what you call it? Ah, oh, you ain't a thug. Well, there's different I'm sure aren't. I'm, I'm sure aren't. <laughs> I am not a thug. I don't claim to be either. Oh, man. All right, so right now, the Oscars are happening. Uh, Does anybody care? Does anybody care? I sure don't. Is that starting now? Yeah, Yeah. pretty much, as we speak. Hey, can you put it on our screen? No. We don't have TV. (laughs) You don't have live TV on on the Roku? No. What are you guys doing? Listen, man. He's out here starting businesses. I don't have time to watch TV. He's out here making moves. The only one that, only nomination that I saw was Sound of Metal. I thought that was amazing. I loved it. What was that one? The one with Riz Ahmed, and he loses his hearing because he was playing rock music too loud, and he goes deaf. This has to be one of the lowest excitement levels around an Oscars in a long time. Well, I don't even know who the host is. Like, there's no host. Okay, well, that's a first, right? No, last year there was no host. Either. Yeah, it was Ricky Gervais. No, no. he he did the um, he did the. Oscars. No, he, no, he did like that Academy huge monologue. Yeah. Like that. No, not the, that's the same thing. Oh, he did it? like the SAG Awards. Yeah. Or something like that. He did SAG or he did Golden Globes. One of those two. But Oscars, they're kind of like on this whole no host or like 
kind of weird doing it host thing because the last person who was supposed to do it was i think kevin hart and he, you know he yeah, like cheated on his wife or whatever he did um no no that was the text messages or the tweets about the game oh, oh oh yeah so he did that and then they got rid of him and then they didn't have a host they haven't had a host since Oh, interesting. But the one thing I'm like a little bit distraught about, imagine somebody being a tiny bit distraught, rough, um, is that this year we have a lot of good black nominees. So I'm pretty sure Viola Davis got nominated. I know Lakeith Stanfield got nominated. Um, Brother from um, the same movie uh, with the eyeballs. Daniel Kaluuya. I yeah. like the dude the with the eyeballs. eyeballs. Yeah, you know he got them eyes. Everybody got eyes. Bro. No, he got them eyes like he got jaundice eyes. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. All okay. right. So continue. Yes. So he got nominated. That guy's a sick actor. He's he one is. of them British guys that come around here and steal all our jobs, but he does it so well. Yeah, they're it's okay. Gr- he's a great actor. He's such a good actor. Those Europeans. No, he's black. Taking our jobs. He's not European. He's British. He's Afro-European. Go ahead. You just said European in the name. <laughs> no, you you better that. put that Afro better, first, though. You better put that Afro in the yeah, name. He's Afro. He's Afro. Um, but he played um, um, Chairman Fred Hampton. Man, he's played a lot of things. He has. That guy's so good. Have you guys seen any of the movies I got nominated aside from Sound of Metal, which I've never heard of? Mm-mm. I don't, I don't even know what got nominated. What got nominated for um, best film? Let's look it up, Chris. Uh, oh, my phone died. Trial of the Oh Chicago, Chicago Seven. Seven. Mm, I can't be watching them. My cousin says she. Wow, that's a Netflix that film, right? Yeah. Well, no movies came out in theaters. Like very, very few. So yeah, they gotta. They Oscar had to go with the Netflix movie. But that I mean, what I mean by Netflix, I mean Netflix production, right? Um, probably Netflix as a distributor. Yeah. Uh, oh shoot, we we behind. Are we? Do you, uh, you want me to just omit the winners? I'll say the winners. It's gonna come out in a couple of days, anyways. <laughs> uh, best original song, uh, "Fight for You." Her, her got a her is wow. Oscar winning Man. song. Wow. Congratulations to her. Yes, every uh, black person about to win this year. Best original right. score for who? Soul. Yes. Wow. Hey, that's deserved. Well deserved. Soul is amazing. Well deserved. Well deserved. Amazing. That was a great movie. Oh, that's crazy. That's why Jamie Foxx was saying that he's back at the Oscars since 2005. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I I love love that movie. Damn, all that trash I was talking about, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Yeah, you were. You know what? He stepped it up. (laughs) He stepped it up and he stepped it right back down. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Listen, man, you can have many streams of. Of yeah, business. yeah, yeah. As long as you don't hit it with the Cuba Goon Jr., then you're good. <laughs> wow. Cuba, Cuba came out with Snow Dogs, and he was like, all right, I'm good. You didn't like Cuba Goon Jr. and the story of O.J. Simpson? You know what? Oh, he, yeah. Overall, that movie was very, very good, and I thought he, his acting was very good, but they probably could have got a better O.J. Somebody who's more like O.J. How do you know well, what O.J. is like? Not just like through the interviews and stuff like that. He just like the voice didn't match and the face, the face expressions like didn't match. But if I knew, if I did not know what OJ was like, then I would have been like, okay, this is fine. So he did a good job. It's okay. Most people learn about their, these people through movies anyways. Yeah, they do. All right. So, so most people think Malcolm X is uh Denzel Washington. He is. No, he's not. That's, that's false. Okay. 
Malcolm, Malcolm X. Ma- Malcolm X is the guy from the uh, movie, which maybe one uh, one night in Miami. Yeah, that's a dude. Wait, he was listening it off. What else? What, what else? Are, <laughs> what else are winners? I don't understand what that means. Uh, best film editing was Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. Okay. I thought, like I'm telling you, it was a great. Can movie. we just go to the big ones, my dude? No, 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 no. Keep I'm going. Just, going. I'm just, I kind of like you guys I'm, are like the I'm art just, nerds yeah, that worry about fam- yeah. best editor. No, you know what? We about to. Yo, don't we knock about editors, to, my guy. Nah, don't knock editors. <laughs> editors make our that's, show. That's my job, <laughs> big dog. I love to. I love a beautiful editor. Right. Best um, animated feature. So, Soul. hey, what else was of? What else could it have been? Good job, Soul. Uh, the other nominees. Yeah. Uh, Onward, Sean. Oh, the Onward was trash. good too. Onward, Onward, was, Onward was great compared to Soul. I mean, Soul's definitely going to win. Over the Moon. Over the Moon? Nah, we Over the Moon about Soul. Sorry. Yeah, Soul won. Um, Congrats, Jamie Foxx. Sound, and Sound of Metal. Best Director. Okay. Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Okay, that I heard a lot the, of good uh, things about that. Congratulations. What's her name? The main lady in the Nomadland? I don't know, I don't but know. some, some know. A customer came and told me about that movie and said it was really good. It was uh, uh, Francis McDormand. Oh, she be acting. Yeah. Oh, she did she the three billboards outside. I don't watch movies named after oh, billboards. Oh, okay. Did I really care when anything? I care a lot. I care a lot. What's that one? <laughs> Is that even nominated? Uh, oh, that, <laughs> you know what, though? That movie was Golden Globe nominated. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie. Hey, Best Supporting Actor, Daniel Kaluuya. Yay! Brother with the eyes. Is it Kaluuya? Kaluuya. Black people are sweeping. Congratulations. Congratulations. He, another one, like, I don't know if he really hit that Fred Hampton that hard, but he acted so doggone good in that movie. I ain't even mind it. But they should have just split that award in two, give one to Lakeith. Give Lakeith. Leslie Odom Jr. was nominated too for one night in Miami. Leslie Odom Jr. Who did they play? Leslie Odom Jr. Was that the person who played Malcolm X? Maybe. That's one of them British. Yeah, uh, no. He was the the uh, he was in Hamilton. That's all I know. Sam Cooke. He played Sam Cooke. Oh, that dude was acting. Con- congratulations, that dude was acting. I loved uh, One Night Miami. You all seen it? I have not. I didn't get a chance. Right, to you see. saw it? That movie was fire. The cinematography. Uh, they haven't done the fire. best actor, actress, or movie. But the oh, the, we really are late. The movies that are nominated: Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari. I think that's the one with uh, Steve Steve Yoon. You said okay. Oh, okay. Just, just trust me. Uh, <laughs> Promising young woman, the father, Judas and the Black Messiah. That one's winning for sure. Uh, Trial of the Chicago Seven and Nomadland. It's Judas. Yo, c- 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 congratulations to Soul and Judas. <laughs> Yeah. For, for sweeping the Oscars. Yes. Um, I I don't know any of those other movies. Typically, I hear of the movies. I had two years where I followed all Oscar movies. That's when my girl, um, Chris knows her name, and I can never remember, but I love her so much. Lady with red hair. You know what I'm talking uh, about. Uh, um, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. <laughs> That lady be acting, man. <laughs> she hit me with that that one movie about um, forgetting things. <sighs> damn, her and Alec Baldwin. Oh, damn. Yo, this don't sound like men on the internet right now. What are we talking about? This Yo, is... 
I'm a creative man, dude. You are on a different like having a moment. I am that yeah. I just don't want to be a part of anymore. Man, what you you not comfortable? No, I'm not. Alright, well then give Chris the mic <laughs> Chris got his own mic No, give Chris both Yeah, no, nah, Julianne Moore, you need to get another Oscar soon um, Wait, is saying. Viola Davis nominated? For Best for actress? actress? Yeah, cause she did um, Yeah uh, she about to win. For Ma Rainey She better win Who else, wait, who else is she up against? Andre Day Oh, she did pretty good too um, She played Billie Holiday Billie Holiday uh, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman Okay, Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. We're going to pass on that one. Uh, Francis McDormand for No Man Land. All right, we're going to pass on that one, too. All right, congratulations to Viola Davis. What's funny is I haven't watched any of these movies, yet I could, with sound confidence, be able to tell you exactly who's going to win every category. Mm -hmm. Listen, man, congratulations to everybody who won that Oscar. I don't normally watch the Oscars anymore, but um, I am proud of everybody who's out there thriving and doing anything in, in the arts world, you know, as a room filled with people who um, either study the craft or who love it or who consume it, it ain't easy to get on that stage. So congratulations. Congrats. Shout out. All right, Chris, when it, when it happens, let us know, okay? For sure. I'll keep my phone on. Okay. Um, all right. What's next? Um, what else was I th- thinking about? You sent me some stuff. My yeah, friends. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle starting a podcast. Yo, Dave Chappelle's doing a comeback. Like, I think he's starting to decide that I'm gonna be outside now. No, nah, but this is a four year comeback. He started coming back since I know, but now he's he's distinctively saying I'm gonna come. Out, I'm coming back outside. I got my money off of the Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. I got. I'm comfortable with Netflix. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to start like. Coming outside regularly Like before it was just like I'm gonna just jump in without anybody really knowing I'm about to do something mm. Now he's doing rollouts Well let me ask you this Y'all want this? I mean you gotta pay for it now It's yeah. not like free content um, So that's the whole thing So like he's doing this podcast With Talib Kweli and Mostef I believe mm-hmm. And it's gonna be on Lum- Luminary So Luminary is that's such a good name by the way what is it though? Luminary. So know. it's another p- platform that I guess was is a paywall. You know, you got to pay for the content to be able to listen. You know what I mean? Like kind of like Spotify without the free version, um, right, right, Patreon. Right. You know, like stuff like that. So I guess they haven't been extremely successful. So this is kind of their hail mary, as far as like you know, let's do. Uh, but is it only podcast content? Yeah. I think probably, yeah. I don't know if it's audio and video or just audio. Probably audio and video, I would assume. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a big deal. I mean, obviously, being able to hear Dave Chappelle's stream of thinking on a consistent basis, I think, would be extremely interesting. So you want it? I probably won't pay for it, though. It'll be out there. They're going to come out with clips first. Yeah, for sure. Chris, if you want it? If they're good, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. You want it? Maybe. I don't want this at all. I know I'm sounding like a hater. I don't want this Why? at all. Is For, it because it's Chappelle or is it because it's a paywall? No, it's neither. It's because um it's because Dave Chappelle has transcended being a comic that is there to make you laugh. He has this voice that is important to I don't necessarily think it's the black community either. I think it's this it's the 
the people who want to understand black people, they very much so value Dave Chappelle. I think black people like Dave Chappelle and he's fine and they give him his flowers and say he's great. But I mostly hear like everybody else giving this guy his flowers. Now, I personally think that he's cheapening his brand by having a microphone in front of his face all the time. Some of the magic of Dave Chappelle is waiting a little bit to find out what he's going to say. If we have access to Dave all the time, then we might find issues with him. Then we might find things that we may not like about him. That's what happens whenever we start listening to people who talk too much. And that's when I say, "Mm, I don't know if this is the best move. I would prefer to wait a year and you lump everything together and I hear everything in a rehearsed practice scripted session that you got to really think about but if you're coming in weekly or monthly or whatever it is just to speak uh, i don't know if this actually helps you more than it hurts you so me personally i'm good yeah but you're thinking about it from a business standpoint i think he's thinking about it as far as he probably understands the time and i mean he's specifically picking you know, Talib Kweli and, you know, Mostef, who obviously have a reputation for being, you know, into intellectuals, definitely people that are, you know, trying to push a, a message to the black community and like, you know, pro, pro black uh, voices that are respected. Okay. Um, so I think, you know, the change that I've seen in Dave Chappelle over this past, you know, few years has been not doing comedy you know most of his specials that have been coming out on youtube through netflix or whatever have been ted talks yeah they're ted they're ted talks with a joke which i think he's pretty much saying you know um comedy maybe doesn't excite him the way that it used to and now he feels like look i have something to say i've built my i've i've given you decades of content to get you to now to to get you to understand that I'm worth listening to now I get to start you know that I've built this credibility over the last however many decades of being in the industry he's like now this is what I want to say this is how I want to impact um the community and maybe this is what he wants his legacy to be maybe he doesn't want his legacy or his brand to be uh just jokes he wants his brand to be you know what impact he's going to make through you know what how he discusses these you know whatever topics and how whatever their their podcast is going to end up being but that's that's fine and all and i don't necessarily need dave Chappelle to make jokes i'm personally not the biggest Chappelle fan i think he's got two really amazing specials and everything else to me was just kind of like so but i do understand that he's become this guy that has the he he became Ja Rule. What? Yes. Explain that. Because when September 11th happened, they said, here's Ja Rule, right? No, MTV said that. Who's they? It's not MTV said, let's put Ja Rule on. There you go. So they said, MTV said, let's put Ja Rule on so we get his. I'm alluding to the joke of him saying, who cares what Ja Rule has to say? But now 
we're in this age where people care about what comedians have to say on these very, very deep topics. So for me, again, I go, I return back to the old rule of um, the old rule of what you think is valuable. When you give people too much, you start to realize that you may not agree with everything that they say, or you may not like everything that they say. And for me, I think that Dave Chappelle has a great way of creating things that he can polish, things that he may like or he may not like, and he can trim it down and put it in 18 minutes. But when you start giving people too much freedom to say too much stuff, that's when things start getting a little bit sour. It's the same idea as as money. You know, why is Bitcoin so valuable? Because there's a very specific amount of it. But once again, you're you're going from the, the you're speaking from the lens that is going to ruin his brand or it's not about the brand or whatever. He wants people to maybe he feels it's time or maybe he has confidence in the way that he processes information and his thought process that he feels like an, a, a special once a year or once every two years. He's not impacting society the way or culture the way that he wants to he feels like he needs because if you think about it like i said his last three quote-unquote specials haven't been comedy he came out when the george floyd thing did and, and did a very you know emotional uh you know soliloquy or whatever it was considered a stand-up but it wasn't that many jokes he want i think he's starting to want to be more involved with the national discussion and i think somebody who like you said has gotten to the point where they've honed their craft to a point where they're able to process things they're able to put it in a succinct uh you know, format that is very digestible to the listener. That is somebody that we do need to hear more from. And I think we should have confidence in Dave Chappelle that he has the ability, regardless if it's a freestyle or it's something that he's developed over a year or two years, that he's going to be able, it's going to be a good content is going to be something that's going to be entertaining and worth listening to. And so I say, yeah, do it. Like do whatever he wants to do. Like if he, he, he he more than anybody has come out and said he wants to control the narrative about himself he wants to control his brand he wants control over everything which is why he did everything that he's done over the past you know 10 years or whatever going to africa getting out of the you know Chappelle show deal all that kind of stuff so why not this is i think this is a natural you know evolution of where he needs to go he doesn't mm. want to be on stage. This is an opportunity for him to reach more people than he would through touring. Yeah, I think I'm good. But uh, let me ask you this: Did you watch? Uh, did you watch Bruce Springsteen speak to Barack Obama? No. Okay, that's exactly what I think is going to happen to the show. I think I think it's going to happen because of the paywall. <laughs> I think if he does something like how Joe Rogan does, I think that he would. I think people would listen. I've I've listened to his interviews. I've listened to him do the Breakfast Club. I've listened to him do uh the you know do Joe Rogan's podcast. His thought process whenever he does do interviews is extremely entertaining, extremely engaging and very interesting. What I am what I am going to be interested in seeing is 
Talib Kweli, Mostef, Dave Chappelle, is there going to be any conflict on that show? Or is everybody coming from the same perspective, same point of view? Like, mm. it, Because if it's just a, a whole bunch of people saying the same thing, I don't know if that's going to be very interesting versus like, you know, somebody, people having different viewpoints on the same topic. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's where I think because, you know, they seem to be very <laughs> pro one way. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if there's going to be content that is like. That's provocative. Yeah. People. Yeah. I mean, that's you're pretty much saying what I'm saying, but in a different lens. Um, it, but I think we're still looking at the same picture, but we'll see what happens now uh, to, to, to transition into, sorry, real quick transition into people who are, who talk too much. LeBron James. Wow. Chris, go ahead. I was going to tell you two distant strangers, the, the short film about the, the time loop of the black guy. Getting shot by the policeman. Is that's, that a short film? That's a short film. It got wow. won the Oscar. Nice. Wow. Congratulations to those guys. I saw the trailer on Netflix. Um, I didn't want to watch it because it just, you know, it's like a little too close to home. But um, shout out to them, man. Good job. I bet you um, uh, um, Nate Robinson upset right now. Not Nate Robinson. You know who I'm talking about. Nate. Um, what's his name? Nate from Beyond the Lights. You going into a zone that I don't know anything about. Actually, you know who I'm talking about? Nate. He's a little black dude. Oh, my gosh. He made a, a cop killing movie to the, this year. Oh, too. Kevin Durant and Mike Conley. Yeah, they were producers. Produced on it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're Oscar winners. as well. Kevin Durant. Couple weeks out of calling out a white man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, they, they, they following in Kobe's footsteps. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the headlines. Damn, you Kobe as a, While you out here so saying LeBron James talks too much. All right, cool. So LeBron James. <laughs> All right, so LeBron James. It is being said that he talks too much. Now, the, the issue I personally think is not necessarily that LeBron James talks too much. LeBron James speaks quickly. What are we talking about? The, the moment that the Derek Chauvin trial was announced to the world... In Ohio, a 15 or 16-year-old girl named Micaiah Bryant was in an altercation involving another young lady. It seemed like it was a, a young lady, her dad, another lady, a guy who was doing Kung Fu. I don't know what was happening, but there was a lot of people in this situation. Mm -hmm. And for perspective, they all are black. They were because all black. That, that's important, I think, to the narrative. They're all black. And so this cop, uh, the police officer was called by Micaiah Bryant or her family because the other girl was attacking her. When the officer arrived on the scene, he saw Micaiah Bryant pull out a knife and she was about to stab the other girl with the knife, as so it seems. The officer, who is former military and has like he's like a marksman, in the military, he pulled out his gun in a split-second decision, and he shot Makai Bryant four times. Me, surprisingly, he did not hit anybody else, so this dude had target dead-on precision. He shot her. She fell to the ground and died. A lot of outcry, a lot of response from people, especially since it was an emotionally charged day. 
But LeBron James took a photo of the officer and he tweeted out, you're next. Hashtag accountability. Now, some people took that and said, hey, LeBron James is threatening the officer. To me, I thought he said you're next as in you're going to be guilty of all charges as well. What did you get from it? Yeah. I, I took the same thing. I didn't think it was a call to violence. I didn't think all of that. I understand how these narratives play out because, you know, clearly LeBron James is somebody who falls on the left side of politics or whatnot. So the right, meaning conservative right, is going to play a certain narrative, right, with all of their whole things. And then the left takes it a certain way. But I didn't think it was you know, inciting violence or he was trying to um, dox the the um, dox the officer. What I did think was LeBron James was trying to, you know, he was he was trying to invoke a certain emotion or maybe he was emotional at the time. Obviously, Ohio is his home state, so it probably hit a little close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, but he clearly didn't have all the information at the time that he was tweeting that picture. And I think that's more of where I, I came to issues with because it's really when, when somebody has a platform that, that reaches multiple millions of people like he did, like he does, when you put something out there, a lot of times that becomes the truth regardless of whether or not there's facts behind it. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that was more where my criticism was come. Like, you know, you got has come from is, man, you needed to do a little bit more research because when you look more in depth into it, it doesn't seem like it, it was the same situation as just, you know, it seemed like the cop was in a situation where it was a, a lose-lose type of situation. He made a split decision. He saw a knife that could have, you know, killed another person mm-hmm. and he chose to you know handle it in the way that he did unfortunately a life was lost you know which is terrible but you know that's the that you know the cop made a decision and whether or not you agree with that decision <laughs> or not you know is one thing i do know that the person who he saved probably is pretty happy that he made that choice not happy thankful thankful i say yeah so um you know, what I, I asked myself this the other day. How does a, a story become viral? How do people all get behind something like that? Boom. Happens. Done. Right. And um, I don't like that. I don't I don't necessarily like that these things fall into a political category. Right. Because if LeBron tweets it out, they're going to say, well, he kind of falls more on the left, so this is how he thinks. Whereas I think that most of these situations are should be judged as such situations, and you should just look at it like that. Now, with that being said, I think that because, because of the emotional state of where everybody is uh, post the, the last you know, few shootings that we've seen, police interactions we've seen. Um, it's it, it it almost kind of feels like people have realistically given up. They're saying it doesn't matter what happens with Derek Chauvin. Um, this 
is just going to keep happening and keep happening and 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 immediately jump to it. Now, I don't want to be the person that compares the two, but I thought about virality. What makes something go viral? And somebody explained to me about the story of two days before, 48 hours, two 13-year-old girls were fighting and one girl stabbed the other in Ohio as well. And the other and the girl that the 13-year-old stabbed, she died. And they said, well, you see, that one did not go viral. What is the difference? And I said, well, I understand your argument. I understand your point. And for me, it it actually makes me double sad, right? Because sometimes I feel like, um, sometimes I feel like um, the there's always uh, emphasis and quick reaction to one thing and no care about anything else. Where ultimately, I want us to care about these things. I just want us to care about each other and I want us to care about our people. So when I looked at the Makai Bryant situation, there's a million things you can say. Yo, he could have just pulled out his taser and shot her. Well, he could have done this. He could have shot her in the leg. He's a marksman. He could have done this. He couldn't have done that. Okay, look, if a police officer sees a threat, a threat of violence, it is to my understanding that their whole thing is to eliminate the threat immediately and then to do all the reviewing later. I saw Charlemagne said, did he have to shoot her four times? I personally think like, well, it's not like he took out a bomb and threw it at her. Like he shot and then saw the threat was gone and then he recomposed himself. I don't necessarily think that four times was too much. However, it does sadden me to see that a 16 or 15 year old girl lost her life to this situation <sighs> is the officer wrong i i don't think that the officer went there to kill i think the officer that also wasn't it. his first action i don't know if you watched the whole video but when he gets there the six minute one seven minute one he tried know, to break it up it was the first six minute one but okay. they, they've come running out the house first yeah 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 and he tries to stop her by grabbing her really and she like you know, jukes him. Yeah. And then runs after the girl with uh, the knife. It wasn't like his gun was out the whole time. Correct. Yeah, he, that yeah. wasn't his first move. Yeah. It was a reaction. I don't necessarily think that that cop went there to go kill people. I don't, I don't think, think the cop even knew he what was he was just going responding into. to. He was a responding call to a call that they yeah. said, and they didn't even give specifics. Somebody is yeah. screaming and... Someone has a knife. And I look at the, uh, like, what are the other options that could happen? Let's say he didn't, he didn't stop, you know, he didn't shoot Makai. And Makai got, because she was definitely swinging that knife towards this girl and ends up harming this person fatally. Now the cop is going to be, now what, what do you say about this cop? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a lose-lose situation. That, that's it, why, well, that's why I that's, said That's what you're saying, yeah. right? Like, because if that girl really did stab her, they would just be like, damn, he's going to really stand there and do nothing. He doesn't but care that, about black people. If it was a white person, if that was a white girl that was being stabbed, he would have done something, you know, like. But, if, the th but the thing is, like, they can also say he should have just pulled his taser out. And it's like, uh, the taser, I guess so. You have to be able to guarantee that both prongs on the taser are going to insert themselves into a person. And even mm. then, you can still move your arm. 
if you are going at a momentum and you have enough adrenaline in you to mm. be attacking a person, tasers don't stop people immediately. And you have to think about it. If there's somebody that's coming at you with a knife and there's a cop there, are you caring about whether or not are you saying, I really hope this cop pulls this taser and, you know, shoots and stops this person? Or are you just like, please save me in any way, shape or form? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it just depends. Like, and, and the and the, the, the problem with what LeBron did is that he he just went for the instant that the low hanging fruit, low hanging fruit. Yeah. The, the thing that and unfortunately, in this situation, it creates more issues it's not he wasn't trying to solve anything maybe in his mind he's trying to i guess uh stand for the people no yeah, what, what i'm saying like that's is what he was trying to in do. his head he's probably justifying that the reason why i'm doing this is to um is to solve a problem that police brutality is his issue they always come after our our our, our people so on and so forth when in actuality he is creating more of an issue because now it's going back to the same. If a white cop has any type of interaction with the black person that doesn't go the way that the black person, black person feels is, is legitimate or it ends up killing a, a black person, whether justified or not, it's always race, a race, race issue. Thing. And that yeah. I think is the biggest problem because what is the end game? Man, I don't really know. But Wait. if you play it out logically, the only end game is separating. Like the like a white cop is going to be afraid to do anything around. Because if this cop, but I don't. I, that's also a thing. Because like I've heard, that's called the Ferguson effect. That like, let's remove that to say like, oh, a white cop is going to be scared because clearly the white cops ain't scared. Like, they, they might fall back a little bit, but they're going to get up in there if they got you. My thing here is, um, I feel as if, I shouldn't even start with I feel because then it makes it devoid of fact. But um, I, I don't like to see these things instantly go there. I, 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 I do believe in due process, I think is what I'm trying to say. Right. And I understand that there's a narrative. I understand that there are certain things that once you put, you fill in the blanks, white cop, black person, gun, death, it, it goes nuts. The numbers just go insane. Um, but I do think that people just take a second, just take a second, find out what happened. And from there on, figure it out because it is difficult it's not easy and it's hard to hear people say the word justified right if i was that girl's parent i would totally be upset i would be saddened and i would also feel like the cop did something wrong but there's also a group of people saying yo you should have been able to control your child as well and it's like oof like right now may not be the time to say those things. Yeah. You know, yeah. but it, but is it false? I think that's what you're saying. I think what you're saying is I wish our society valued being right versus being first because there's a rush to be first 
on every single thing when it comes to the media and how they put a narrative because there's no there's no repercussions for being wrong unfortunately you can put a retraction and then but the damage has already been done and the thing that with the lebron tweet it, it already went viral before mm-hmm. he took it down and then when he, once he took it down it went triple viral right mm-hmm. yeah it's just tough you know i i i get that i get the anger but at the same time you do have to remember that not everybody is in the same position I, w- I imagine it as a person who doesn't have a child, but if it was like my little cousin, um, I, t- I, I tell my little cousins this all the time. I say, be aware of how you act and how you react because there are some things that you can prevent, you as a person. There are some things that you can't, but some things fall upon you. And you as a person need to own up to that and be accountable for the things that you do. So be aware of how you act and react. Anything else that falls outside of if you did everything right and you still got treated wrong, that needs to be handled. But there, it's just like a 50-50 thing. As a person who's been pulled over a billion times by, off, by, by the police, there are ways that I act and ways that I react. Because guess what? I want to make it home. Mm-hmm. Period. So I I say rest in peace to that young lady. It's so tragic how that happens. Um, it's, un, it's an unfortunate situation. Um, but am I the person to rush to responding to it the way Le- LeBron did? I am not. And the the problem that was more disappointing was LeBron's answers to taking it down. There was no account, like, he didn't take any accountability for being, like, rushing to judgment or whatever. He was just like, I'm going to take this down because people are using this to divide and create more hate. And, you know, basically going back into the victim type of thing. And I think that's where that's one critique that people have on LeBron is he tends to always figure out a way for it or try to play that he's a victim. And I don't think that, you know, obviously he is, you know, a lot, most people would want to trade LeBron's life for their life as far (laughs) as how wealthy he is, how much, you know, and I think, I think, um, to, to his defense too, like, He's pretty consistent with, you know, his messaging as far as what he believes in. And he doesn't just use words. He actually, like, does a lot for a community. Yeah, and he's a, he, he does he, what he feels is yeah, right. I yeah, I think. That, and so I think when it, when it comes to a person like that, you have to give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. And he acts on his beliefs. Yeah. And so and also he's created uh, his following based off of his own actions you know what i mean so at the end of the day he has the ability to do whatever he wants to do with this platform Mm -hmm. and you can agree or disagree at the end of the day it really doesn't matter what you feel because if you want to combat that build your own platform get to a certain place and you know put out the opposite message so (laughs) i'm not mad at lebron for doing what it is he's doing but both of us i think are saying the same thing we would it would be nice if 
people that have that ability. And I think it's the same critique that people have about Trump when he had his Twitter. It's like, yo, re realize what you're saying is going to have an effect in a certain way. You know, because I think one time, you know, um, Trump retweeted a video and in the video it had some dude saying white power in it. And that was like seven minutes into the video. I'm pretty sure Trump didn't watch that whole video. Mm -hmm. He just saw a Trump parade mm -hmm. and his, his, you know, obviously Trump being the egotist that Trump is, he's like, oh, these people like me. Let me retweet this video. But at the end of the video, it was some dude that said white power. So mm -hmm. he had to take it down. And the critique, everything that people are saying about Trump, um, the left coming at Trump about that is what everybody's saying about LeBron. It's like, yo, understand that your platform is big. It's going to affect people. It's going to help um, paint this narrative or paint, tell this story in history as far as how this is um, going to be consumed. So, you know, try to be as responsible as possible, you know. All right. Last serious topic before I talk about Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> um, I have the uh, Oscar winners. Tell me. Uh, uh, best actress Frances McDormand, Norman, Nomadland. Oh, uh, no, I guess that one wrong. Best yeah, actor. They're racist. <laughs> Straight <Okay>. from <laughs> low hanging fruit <laughs> to they're racist. Yeah. <laughs> best actor. The nominees were Riz Ahmed from Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman from Irene, okay. uh, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman in Mank, and Stephen Yoon in Minari. And Hopkins took it. Anthony Hopkins, the Father. Yeah. Yeah. See how they always want to give us the little... Right. <laughs> Just kidding. And the best picture. Oh, okay. Nomadland. Wow. So I was way wrong. We could edit that th that out in the beginning then. And we ain't going to tell you nothing. No, <laughs> 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 Nomadland. Um, con con congratulations to Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> <laughs> to Viola. You, you ain't even gonna Congrats. give it to Chadwick after he wow. died. Man, rest in peace, Chadwick Bozeman, man. Good guy. All right, so here's my question. Uh Waka Flock of Flame. He got a lifetime achievement achievement award from the Donald Trump for being a like good person in his community. He deserves it. What did Waka Flocka do? He does a lot. He does a lot with his money, and he's done a lot as far as, like, um, within his community and things of that nature. But the thing that I like about Waka Flocka Fame the most is just he is showing his evolution as a human. Mm -hmm. And he's he's showing what, you know, he's, he's very um, open about what he's been working on, the flaws that he's seen in his past. Um, I think he has a very realistic and uh, view of the world. And I think that, you know, if we had more Waka Faka fans or people that would, whatever mistakes and whatever lifestyle he was living before, he, he has, he is evolving and he's showing that evolution. And he is, um, I think a good role model for um, the success of uh, being a successful American. You know what I mean? Let That's me ask you this question. If Trump, Chris, hello. if Trump gave you an achievement award for me and a good person, you taking it? Yes. You going to go to the ceremony? There's a, You get a ceremony for that? No, I'm saying like if he was like, I'm giving you the award. 
Go ahead. Personally. This spot, it's like he's in the room right now. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, Trump looks nuts right now, by the way. I saw an interview uh, on uh, on YouTube. He looks like he's one foot in the grave. Really? Looks, yeah, he looks I didn't see the same thing. Decrepit. You think so? Yeah, I think I think Trump, for what he does and the schedule he does, I think, I think he looks pretty good for his age. Damn, I thought he looked like a big, nasty toe. No. He sure does. But so you gonna take it? You gonna take it? Yeah, I'm taking. I am. You gonna go to the event, get a picture, and everything? Sure, I would. Yeah. You would? Yeah, I would. If it was Barack Obama, I would. If it was George W. Bush, like there's only 45 American presidents. So if you have the opportunity, or 46 now with um with President Biden. If President Biden gave me one. Whether Papa or not Biden. I agree with him politically, I'm still going to that event because that is. How many people can say that they've been honored by the president of the United States, been invited to the White House, had us? That's like a memory for ever. You know, like that's whatever that medal or whatever it is can be passed down from generation to generation to generation. And somebody will always be like, oh, my grand, my great, great, great grandfather was, you know, was honored by the president. You know, I think that's a huge honor. And, you know, it, it, I would, I would. You know, regardless of yeah, should the person who is the president tarnish your tarnish the award, tarnish the honor of a lifetime achievement award, lifetime achievement? What you mean tarnish? Like that's what he's saying. Like, <laughs> why wouldn't you go? Do you oh mean, no, Tom Brady didn't go to the White House. Yeah, and he was homeboys with Trump. Right, but that's not what I'm asking. But I'm I think asking, that was a team decision, right? Oh, okay. And even the NBA teams, like they didn't go. You know, like, I don't think any team actually went to, like, to Trump, like, any champion actually was honored by Trump. I think most decided as a team they didn't want to go because of the political climate or whatever. Man. Ayo, would you go? You would go? All right, then I'll go too. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. He's a follower. He said, "I'll pull up in the crooked age." Yeah, hey. I pull up in the Hyundai, man. You pay I for parking? <laughs> yo, if Trump don't pay for parking, hey yo, man, he's gonna have all the McDonald's burgers too. Uh, yo, I would not be upset. Uh, I'm like, you got the chicken sandwich? <laughs> Give me a twenty piece nug. I'm, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in there. <laughs> Damn, so uh, I bet those DC burgers hit different too. Oh, it could be. Mm. But he's doing it in Mar a Lago now, right? I don't know what wherever he's doing it. Yeah, that, he's, that doing, orange, he's in Florida. That orange hits different wherever right. he is. He looks wild. I think I saw him on. Um, it wasn't Tucker Carlson. It was the other Sean guy, Hannity. Sean Hannity. He was talking. I looked at him and the the sides of his eyes just looked crushed. Hey, How you feel about it. him running in twenty twenty four? You ready for that wildness? No, it's not going to happen. So I think that's I definitely going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Trump is like 74 or something yeah, like How that. old is the president right now? Yeah, but that, but Joe Biden's been trying to be president since 74. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that boy had that's a facts. checklist. You know, Trump, I don't think he's... I, and plus, like, he got mad legal issues. He recognizes that... He, like people don't like him, I honestly think that the the ultimate uh, decision, if somebody wanted a person with Trump policies, 
to get back into uh, the White House, they would need somebody who has more of that like left leaning emotional uh, output and give those right leaning conservative esque um, uh, policies. Now, the difficult thing about Trump policies is that some of it was rather conservative and then some of it was not conservative right. at all. So um, <clears throat> Trump was kind of like a, a, a moderate leaning conservative president. So people would just have to decide like, what do we actually want? Do we want this country to be fiscal fiscally uh, conservative or do we want the government to spend like crazy? Like, what do we actually want? Because through a lot of Trump policies, there was some pretty good stuff in there, you know, I but, you Trump, but Trump, the person people recognize like, okay, we don't want this. And I think Trump recognizes that people didn't, don't want him. So I don't think that there's any, nah. any, there's no way. Did you watch that interview? It. I did watch it. It popped up on my feed and I said, okay, let me check. You watched the whole thing? I watched the maybe 10 minutes that came. Okay. My thing. So I don't know if that was the whole thing or. No, no, no. It was like 30 minutes long. Oh, I didn't watch the whole thing. So, um, he, he definitely doesn't think that people, he knows people dislike him. He definitely said, has, he said in that interview, um, there has been no other sitting president that has been that has gotten as many votes that I have. I saw that part. I saw that part. So, and he knows his power that he has, and more than anything, he is one a huge troll, and two super <laughs> super <laughs> egotistical. Right. So That's you don't. Funny. You're not telling me that he doesn't want to be a president that was impeached twice, lost. Come back and like think about what his place would be in history, as far as him as a person, and I I think that that matters to him much more than any of us could even understand. As far as like he's gonna be the forty fifth, he could be the forty fifth and the forty seventh president of the United States. Here's why I think it would not be a great idea. Despite the fact that, yes, I think that maybe he would really like that. Um, I think that the emotional state of the country, as as Redman likes to put it, the emotional state of the country was hella annoying for four years. True. I never want to hear. I, I think he's a Trump supporter. I never want to hear that again. Like, I just it's like it. it's so dividing that it's just like it was just too, i don't want to say it was too much for me but it was freaking annoying i would personally say if you like conservative policies if you are like okay i'm kind of tough on immigration i am big on personal accountability we don't like to uh to spend a lot of money if you uh, personally like lower taxes if you like these things then vote somebody else who can serve the purpose that helps people feel okay because ultimately in the united states people need to feel okay but trump the person even though he may have had pretty solid policies i think that that him the person was just too much for the country and i don't want to have to go through that again i mean you think you're talking real rational and i agree with everything you say but the question was are you ready for him to be running in 2024 because he's, he's gonna back. run he's not gonna he you think 
you're thinking like you're you're thinking like a rational person, and Trump isn't a rational person. <laughs> you're 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 Not you're you're trying to speak something in existence. I I think if you take a bet right now, there would be you would it the money would be that he is going to run. I don't think there's That's any 78. doubt. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that he's gonna run. Could he beat the Rock? No, I mean I don't think the Rock would be able to run. Like it's gonna be why not? He's running on Young Rock right now. Yeah, yeah but I think yo is he beating out Kamala? Speaking, he, the Rock would definitely beat Kamala. Wow, <laughs> big facts, big so facts. You just against black women, a black woman being a first. Uh, she already got the job. She already got a job. She like, good. She good. <laughs> oh, so she can't be. So women can't be president. Mm, you're right about that one. Anyways, Dwayne. <laughs> wow, he said it. He's toxic. Dwayne would rock bottom Kamala out of the White House. Yo. He would. He would do it so easily, too. He would just be like, yo, I'm going to be in the next Avengers movie. That's my movie now. <laughs> also, yo, just hit on uh, November 4th. Just, you know, slide up in there. I know. Hey, more, more women are going to vote for The Rock than they vote for Kamala. Oh uh, yeah, for very different reasons. I could definitely see that. I would probably nah. Would I? Would I vote for? Rock? Hey, but Rock versus Trump would be epic because we've that probably be seen amazing. that in the WWE before. <laughs> I think we have. We've seen. <laughs> we've seen. We said we've seen Trump versus Vince McMahon, and I think somebody else was it Bobby Lashley or Umaga or something. I like don't that. know, but um, yeah. Ugh, 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 ugh. But in reality, I think that one of the who in 2024 and we could get off this topic because um, it is what it is. But like, I think it's going to be one of these governors. You know, that's actually interesting that you say that, because I think these governors went through the test of time Mm -hmm. and the losers are as follows. The governor of California, the governor of um, New York, New York, York. uh, the governor of. Michigan, Michigan, the governor of New Jersey, all of them suckers failed. Every single one of them, they failed. Isn't Caitlyn Jenner running? Oh yeah, Caitlyn Jenner is running, running for governor. But, but but you know what's crazy? I would also disagree because there are a lot of people that think that Newsom did a great job. And that Cuomo did a great job and that Whitmer has done a great job. It just is, it's tough to see if you're on the opposite end because we tend to be in our own little echo chambers and whatnot. Definitely. And so I think that because in my mind, when I see what's happening in Florida, I have, I can't understand why anybody in California would be okay with what's going on here. However, when I talk to people at my job or, you know, I run into people, there are people that are like cool with what's going on here. Okay. I don't think that um, Gruesome did a bad job because (laughs) he shut everything down. I think that he did a mm, not great job because he didn't respond to the needs of the people. What I mean by that is he shut the state down and did not do enough, in my opinion, at least on time, for people who run the country. So the first strike for me was the AB5 law, where he killed 
a whole lot of freelancer jobs pretty much made it illegal to be an actor, a writer, an editor, a photographer, a DP. Oh, you mean everybody in our industry? Yeah, that was the first strike for me because you pretty much shut my business down. For what purpose? Only for six months later for you to give us our rights back. Hey, buddy, you got to go. Hey, but there's a lot of people that that's number one. Number two, understandably so, you shut the state down. Fine. But you didn't practice what you preached. So it's either you shut it down for all of us and you go sit inside your house and you come back out with a fro or you do what you did. You went out there and partied and got haircuts when we were all scared inside of our houses. And you shut down everybody else's business but your own. And you kept your own open. Uncool. Uncool. Another thing is, if somebody came and messed with my business, I have every opportunity to sue them for lost wages or for damages. So if the government tells me I have to shut my company down and the federal government says go ahead and reopen, but the state says you got to keep it closed, where's my money? Have you thought about that? What am I supposed to do? So for me, understandably so, if you had no issues during COVID, you just got to sit at home, work from home, you saved money on your car insurance, totally understandable for you to say, I didn't have a problem with what he did. Of course, it didn't affect you, but everybody is selfish. That's how we're born. That's how we're raised as human beings. You even do good things for selfish reasons. So if you are not inside of that bubble of people who are affected, you look at people a little bit weird. You look at them when they say, yo, this guy ruined my life. Do you know how many people I know that had to leave the state after being here for two decades because they can't operate anymore? A ton. Because one man made a choice. Sorry, but you got to go. Can I can I speak now? <laughs> so I have a friend of mine who I consider a really reasonable person. He he owns his own business. Uh -huh. Um, same cultural background as me. Okay. And so I tend to think you know like the way you're speaking comes from an entrepreneurial mindset. So this guy is also an entrepreneur. Okay, what kind of business is he run? He runs a auto dealership. So his business was greatly impacted by COVID. Okay. So I, I tend to agree with you as far as Newsom's job and for all the reasons that you said, plus more. Mm -hmm. But when I talked to him about it, I brought up, he shut down all people's businesses, kept his business open. He said we couldn't um, go outside. He's outside. No mask, all this kind of stuff. His response was he made a mistake and he apologized about it. Okay. So then the next thing was, well, he shut down all of these businesses. His business stays open. People aren't surviving. You know, people aren't, businesses are shutting down for life. You know, the, the you know, the economic relief isn't there, what it needs to be, so on and so forth. His response is, well, we did this to ourselves because we're choosing not to follow the guidelines that are set out for us. If everybody would just stay home, 
and and wear a mask and do the things that we need to do, we would have been able to stay, be open much quicker. So what I say this to say that it's it's there's people who genuinely are afraid of this virus and think everybody needs to be sitting at home because we if you're not wearing a mask, if you're not vaccinated, if you're not go on with everything other Fauci says, you're literally a murderer and okay. you're out here trying to kill people. I respect your right to say that. I respect your right to think that. Um, the science says as opposite. <laughs> the data says as opposite. I'm not going to be the person that pushes that onto anybody because honestly, COVID is scary. COVID is scary. And COVID is an upsetting topic because everybody is not cut from the same cloth. There are people who are losing family members attributed to COVID. So everyone's going to have different responses. I get it. I do get it. However, I do also feel as if humans are allowed to make mistakes. The only thing that separates an ordinary and an extraordinary human is a person who's able to adapt to their mistakes. So if I'm going to follow along with you, you're going to have to thread the needle all the way through. If Governor Newsom is truly apologetic, then he's going to have to operate as such. For me, it was the AB5 thing that really set me off because I run a business filled with, guess what? Freelancers. That's the gig gig work one, right? Yes. Okay. Pretty much killed gig work in California for months. Made it pretty much illegal to be a W-9 employee. And made it hard for companies like Uber and Lyft and all these guys to... Right? And so it's like, how do you expect somebody to own an LLC in California and get self-employment tax through the roof. We're not talking about federal taxes. We're talking about state taxes that are taking 20% of your money as self-employed. Do you know how hard it is to be self-employed? So then at the end of the year, you're paying 20 plus the government's 20, 28, whatever it is that they want. You're giving or forking over half of your money. So you're telling me that that a small business owner has to provide you with 40 hours of work, health insurance, benefits. How do you grow? So for me, I understand if you made a mistake, but at the same time, some people can't be making them kinds of mistakes. Just look outside. Just look outside. Do you see how many people live in tents? It's looking, man. It's looking closer and closer to India day by day, my guy. I don't know if y'all be paying attention, but just drive for like 15 minutes. You'll see in any direction. Go to any beach. You'll see people living outside. I moved in... I moved here in 2009. I moved to the valley. There was one homeless guy named Chuck, and he was a cool dude. He was homeless because he had a heroin problem. Now, Chuck, I don't know where he is, but there's there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of them living on the street. 
There are some things you can't legislate away. COVID is one of them. You can't make a law that says, hey, COVID can't exist anymore. But you can legislate people's lives changing in an economic way. Why don't you guys pay attention to that? If you made a mistake, fix it. I agree with you, man. But my point is, there's a a lot of people that don't see it the same way you see it. Well, this goes back to, I don't like this word, but it goes back to a certain kind of privilege. America, in many ways, is not here to service the individual. It is here to service the biggest donate donor, which means if in California we have uh, Facebook, Google, all these mega ginormous tech companies that are able to finance their way out of any issue. You mean American government or America overall? Um, I mean, the government is America, is it not? I disagree. Well, what because I'm I saying, think America itself is for the individual, right? That's why so many people come here to be able to create better lives for themselves, so sure. on and so forth. Sure. So the system is meant to help the individual create. You have the opportunity here to, I mean, in its like purest form, you know, you put in the work, you should be able to reap the benefits of the work that you put in. Yeah. Now the government on the other point, on the other hand, which is what we're talking about right now, whether mm-hmm. it be Newsom, Cuomo, whatever, whatever. Um, it benefits the biggest donor. Sure. So whoever has the most money wins, right? If you have enough money to donate to these people, that's why these companies these companies have full on government um, government uh, um, um, department. De- no, 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 departments where government affairs. That's what it's called. The departments are literally called government affairs. So these large companies are going from side to side. Doesn't really matter. Red, blue, it doesn't matter. They're just donating money. So whoever wins, they have favor with them. So of course you're going to legislate things for these large companies to win. But you have to remember that these large companies started in a garage somewhere and you're taking away somebody's garage. When you are doing these things that affect what you would call the little guy. But, hey, the little guys can be the big guys one day. True. And most of these policies that are being enacted to help the little guy actually hurt the little guy and help the big guy. Because, for example, all you know what became essential work were all these big box companies the companies that had to shut down were all the small business companies. Yeah. And all it did was wipe out competition for these big box carriers, which ended up making nuts. more and more and more money yep. when the little guy, which are the small business owners that could compete, sell the same products, didn't have the opportunity to be, you know, it's been successful. Yeah. It's like we were talking in circles back to the whole Will Smith thing. Yep. Will Smith can afford to go anywhere, you know, because he's already a, p- a part of that upper echelon. Yep. But, it's the little guy that always loses. I don't know if any of you guys here own businesses, but 2017 audit swept a lot of people out of here. It did. I don't know what happened. I don't know who was looking at what. Please don't audit me again. But the little guy had to pay three times in COVID. They had to pay with their lives, their businesses, and with their money. Mm-hmm. 
and a dollar to the little guy is much more valuable than a dollar to the big guy. So if you're taking ten dollars out of the little guy's pocket, it does it hits them harder than taking a hundred thousand dollars out of a big guy's pocket. Yo, post COVID, and I'm hoping that COVID is out of here very very soon. I've actually made the decision to get the shot. Ooh. I'm going to get the J&J. I, I thought that one got pulled. It's coming back. Oh. It came back like two days ago. Nice. I'm going to get it because it's like, what do I need to do it tw- twice for? What do I need to go one day and then go. I'm going to go get the J&J. I'm going to get it. Whatever. You know, I understand what it does and what it does not do. But I, I just want to see this thing out of here because on the other side of this hill is big things. It's a lot of dreams that it's a lot of goals. It's a lot of things. And I want to see us get there. All right, let's get to something a little bit more exciting. This something's about to go crazy. Allegedly. It's already going wild. That's what I'm trying to say. Like this whole this summer is about to go crazy. No, it's already wild in multiple places. In Vegas, my friend just came back from Vegas. They are maskless in the club pool part. Everything is live. In Vegas, in Florida, they are maskless on the beach, in the club, at the gyms. Everything is live. In Texas, they are live. I don't know what this whole in the summertime. Every no, it's the states that are closed are still going to be closed. Are you out there in Scripture? I'm in Miami. I'm in Vegas. I'm going anywhere and everywhere uh, that allows us to be free. You about to be a hot girl? You already got the magazines. <laughs> Making knees. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Sunil dance. He get right down to the ground. Look, first of all, uh, I was stretching. Like, oh, that brother, um, he, he said, I pulled a hemi. He yeah. said, ass to the grass, huh? Oh my god, he was shaking it upon our that head. That is tops. absolutely incorrect. <laughs> I was swag surfing. What artist needs to put out an album for you to have the craziest summer? I just want DMX R.I.P.'s album to come out because I think that one's going to be fire. Okay, 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 okay. Um, but as far as artists right now that could put out a hot album for the summer, I know you're going to pick Aubrey. Um, but uh, <laughs> You think I want to listen to Certified Lover Boy in the summer? Yes. Uh, I think I would want that one for the fall. You know who I want to put out an album? I'd want it to be Mr. 305. Are you in 2011? No, Pitbull would put out a fire album you want, for you the want summer. You want a Fetty Wap album too? No. <laughs> what year do you Look, I think, I, think that la- I think somebody with a la- like Bad Bunny put out an album or, or you know, Daddy Yankee come back. Mm. Like, I think we need a Latin banger for the summer. I'm here for it. My baby J-Lo got to put an album out, but she got to do all of them. And, um, but nah, I don't know, man. Oh, you know what? She might be because she's just breaking up with her dude. She's going to be single ladies. It'll be a single lady song. J-Lo, I It'll saw J-Lo was broken up with Ali Rodriguez. I, I DM'd her. And FaceTimed her. And her. I wrote her. I was like, yo, Jamie Foxx said your name not J-Lo, it's J-Ho. And she ain't, she she seen me she seen it but she left me on red. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> she accepted it. I don't she think is. she she ever going to answer you, but no. Well, I was just saying. You like, never like, know. Like, if, is Jamie right? Uh, oh, congratulations, Jamie! You won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that to J Lo. I said, "Hey, I'm a nice, young, respectable young guy. Please, mm. please love me." That sounds like a lie. Yo, you know, <laughs> you know who, you know who I really am in loving right now. Who? Chloe Bailey. Yo, you do like him young. <sighs> Yo, relax, man. <laughs> Yo, you came out with two young girl stories back already. Who? The girl at the bar, and now Chloe Bailey. Chloe Bailey's an of age woman. All right, my dude. Yo, I'm in my twenties. That's that's wrong too. <laughs> I'm like, we just go lie, 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 because he definitely said he's thirty in the same podcast. But whatever, facts over feelings so over you, facts. Wait, so you saying that a black woman is not beautiful? <laughs> Chloe Bailey is gorgeous. So, she's so beautiful. Oh man, and she sang a weekend song. Oh my gosh, my heart dropped. To the ground. Look at Chris Googling. I'm Googling it. No, who is that? Uh, nah, you she's like 21. You know, you know Chloe Bailey? Oh, uh, my she's God. beautiful. Correct. She's she she's uh, been coming into her own uh, body. Nah. Persona. <laughs> I was just saying, like, she uh, is uh, being like confident, showing her like showing herself more, I would say. Is she in Gronish? Huh? She isn't yeah. grown. She isn't grown. Yeah. She has a. She was. She's in a group with her sister. Oh, like she's been in, in the industry for a while. Yeah, she has. Um, she's a part of Chloe and Haley. She is no, the yeah, Chloe, yeah, yeah, Chloe yeah. and Chloe and Haley. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You, you got it. Uh, Chloe Bailey. I totally DM'd her too. I was like, Yo, you know what I'm talking wow, about. Wow, you love talking to younger women. It's cool. Just well, own it. She's of age. I'm saying younger. I didn't say illegal. So, I'm just saying, <laughs> why are you why are you getting all defensive about it? Like you doing something wrong? <laughs> she's great. She's a beautiful young black woman. Y'all are just stepping on. Step so you want her her to put out a new album for the summer? I didn't even know she did music. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo. <laughs> you know who needs to put out a nice little album? Who? My brother Miguel. But it gotta be fired up. Yo, the last two albums. Miguel in a summer album hype, dude. That's gonna be just in your feelings, nah, music. No, no, no. Because no. when um, "Let My Love Adore You" came out, that brother had the summer rocking. But is that what you want to do post COVID? You want that's that type of music out? Let my love adore you. I don't know. It was a little bop. Like if if Yo, Miguel can come out, because Bru- Bruno's coming out. Yin yeah. Yang. Bruno's coming out to come out and to, and drop another booty 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 rocking everywhere. Brother, what year are you? I'm in? saying that type of music. <laughs> that brother is in 2001. It was a great year. Damn, you want Andre 3000 to drop? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> he playing flute at the airport. That's, that's <laughs> wow. a fact. That's a fact. He is walking around there. But you want Tiara to put something out? Mm. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Tiago gonna put out a joint mixtape with Bill Cosby. Mm. <laughs> wow! <laughs> with like four R. Kelly features. Yo, you see this uh, face-off between Lamar Odom and Aaron uh, Carter? They're doing celebrity what? boxing. 
Oh, I have heard of that. Dude. Aaron Carter's off the drugs. Yo, Aaron Carter. Allegedly. Isn't Aaron Carter. Doesn't Aaron Carter have his own OnlyFans page, too? Yeah, that brother. Yo. He's big broke. You know what's sad? I used to be a big Aaron Carter fan. I had an album. I didn't have the album. I wasn't like that fan. I was just like, I saw him on Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. I liked I Love Candy. Like, he was just like the cool little kid that I was like, oh, this this cool kid. He grew up now. He got a face tattoo. Yeah. He's just doing weird he stuff on Instagram. Things. It's just like, bro, what are you doing? You're a loser. Go sit down wow. in a corner somewhere and go listen to your big brother. Just... Aaron Carter, I could pass on that. He used to be so cool as a kid, but man, he's gone through a rough time. Yes, and you know what? Everybody around him keep winning, and he's losing. Cause my girlfriend, um, Hillary Duff. No, no, no. She, I've met her. That's my girlfriend. Are you in a relationship? Twelve. Years I love ago? Hillary Duff. Oh, thirteen years relationship. Wow. Hillary Duff, at more beautiful in person than in photos. Trust me, Danny. She uh, just got a role in a remake of How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. one of my favorite sitcoms. They're doing a remake already? Yeah, yeah with Hilary Duff. Didn't that just end? End in 2013, yes. Around the same time Big um, Breaking Bad ended, yes. Yep. And I have an issue with that. It's like they make too many Spider-Man movies. Like, Nah, they can make as many Spider-Man as long as Tom Holland is Spider-Man. Uh, I mean, he does do a good job. But great they job. Be, they should be spinning it back to back to back to back to back to back to back. And they're all great. Well, they waited good. here. They waited. Yeah, but it's just like too fast for me. I don't know what it is. It's just like, y'all giving me too much. But How I Met Your Mother, they could have gave it 10 years. They could have gave it 10. We're only two years off of it being off the air for 10 I'm years. I'm telling you, man, TV's struggling. They're not struggling. We in the golden age of television. Mm-hmm. But then they wouldn't be having to remake old television shows to be able to come back. You just don't realize that there's a lot of original uh, TV being made. And ultimately, it is a business. Them original shows don't slap the same way as... They're not, they're not getting picked up? I mean, they're getting picked up, but people ain't watching it. If you think about it, Keenan got a show. Who greenlighted this? Keenan. I don't even know if it's on NBC. Oh, it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. Yeah, that's NBC. It's now. only on, yeah. on Peacock. It's I think on, it's probably on. I, I no, think it's, it's on, on NBC. It's on, it's on, NBC. It's, on okay. NBC. it's after Young Rock. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> TV died after TJF died. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta cancel my HBO Max. Remind me. Make sure you cancel uh, that HBO Max. Listen, man. I hear HBO Max is king right now, though. It. I I only use it to watch the Godzilla movie. <laughs> Which one, which movie? The Godzilla. You know, you know, watching Mortal Kombat. I'll probably watch that and then cancel it. I heard that Mortal Kombat movie was struggling. Yeah, I don't know. I, I heard that. good things and bad things. I'm gonna go into it with no expectations though, because if it's anything like the the '90s Mortal Kombat, yo, movie, that was terrible. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be like that. But would you snuggle up a little something and watch a Mortal Kombat movie? Depends on who I'm snuggling with. Ooh. Is that a movie you snuggle up to watch more? Comedy? Yeah, because you know it's gonna be bad. I don't think I'm. I'm I, I think it'll be all right. Really? The from the trailer, it looked decent. Are we doing? A it's movie? a video game movie. Oh. I I'm not gonna no expect. No, no, ladies love Mortal Kombat. I I feel it. Go ahead. No, they do. Like they know who Luke Hayne is. And yeah. video game video game stuff can be really good. 
It depends, but there's like oh, that Sonic Hedgehog. Sonic right. was that a great movie. Yeah, 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 I think Sonic was a heavy hitter. You should have. That's but the one you should have. The Super up. Mario movie. <laughs> the. I mean, it's also the, the who does it? Fast, like, because no, the, Need the Witcher for Speed movie, the Witcher that turned into a the Witcher show is great. That's awesome, right? But that, that has a whole game. mess of lore. It has a whole mess of books. It has a whole. It wasn't okay, a video, game, but it's it still a, a video hold on, hold on, game that turned into a. Sh- what was the Witcher? The one the with Witcher, the white hair. The guy with the white hair. It's sick. Now that 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 was trash. No, it was a great. Wow, show. bro! I show. don't. Did you watch it? Yeah, don't watch it. <laughs> it was a great. It was show. amazing. I had it was a great show. Uh, but there were books first. Any and they had a half Indian girl in that show. Oh, okay, no, it was mm-hmm. good. It was mm-hmm. good. Then. No, it was good. <laughs> so right. who who's your album though, Aubrey? Nah, because I know I, he's not gonna make summer music. I think a future album would be hot. Future I, future put an album out every week. <laughs> the Migos, um, Migos is coming. They coming. Damn, some good outside. Ray murder. Ray Schrammer would make a great, but they make spring. You know break who? Music. Hey, they make spring break. Music. Can I rewind? I know whose album I want to come out. Bobby Schmurder Bobby mm. Schmurder summertime album. Damn, <sighs> the murders is going up. Oh, I know. Kodak. Kodak. I need a Kodak album. I know he came out with one last year, but I need one that's just like for the streets. I think Bobby, well, I think Bobby Schmurder is gonna have a hot summer because right now we've been having a lot of ladies coming out. Cardi came out, Saweetie came out, Homegirl, um, Megan, Megan, uh, Megan came out. Doja, Doja's hot right now. It's like okay, the ladies is having their time, but for the fellas, they got to drop something real disrespectful. You want a Meek album? Hell no, man! Come on, wow, I'm good on Meek, man. I don't need somebody yelling at me throughout the rest of the summer. I'm my boss. I, I got it. Thank you. I'm good. I think I could use a Rick Ross album. Huh? Oh. Or ah, Kendrick. Kendrick got to drop something. Kendrick, Kendrick hasn't dropped something in a while. Kendrick yeah. will be fire. Oh, I'm so dumb. I know who I need. I need a Rihanna album. All right. Rihanna. Okay. Did Rihanna still make music? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I think she just makes time. makeup. Nah, the next one's about to be like a um, reggae, reggae album. dance hall album. That'd be hot. That's summer right there. Yeah, is like imagine the vibes. Like you're in the backyard, you got somebody in some Jesus slippers <laughs> making yes. making the uh, uh, um the Wiener Schnitzels. Okay, and hot then dogs? they turn it hot dogs. <laughs> and then the Wiener Schnitzels. <laughs> that was weird. I got COVID. Brain. You thought of that? <laughs> and then. Uh, you turn on some Rihanna, the fellas start dancing with the mm-hmm. other fellas, and then mm-hmm. the other ladies come in, and it's all like lit. Orange sodas flowing. Oh, the white guy grilling is like, Yo. Travis, who's hey, this? Can you, imagine the, <laughs> can you imagine some ice cold orange crush? Ooh. Some cactus uh, cooler. You know what I miss? The July 4th party. Yo. A July 4th party this year got to go crazy. You think July 4th is going to go lit this year? Or is it going to be had, like, I had you nice can only have five? I had, a, I had a great July 4th last year. I don't remember what the hell I did. I was in my neighborhood, and the whole neighborhood. Oh, yeah, lit up. They came out, they put chairs on the sidewalk, and they just went nuts with the fireworks. The dogs were out there. None of them was scared. They were like, yo, this is lit. Out <laughs> That's here. crazy. And then after that, like, it was, you know, those days where, like, the weather's perfect. It was like that. The sun went down. I went in. I watched Hamilton. That thing was, 
He's American. He's American. Bro, I watched Hamilton, yo. I watched Hamilton with the dog. And I was Yikes. like, this movie's mad long. But I just enjoyed it. I just enjoyed it because it just felt like the community was there. Like the whole neighborhood was lit. He went straight. He said my 4th of July was great. I thought it was I watched great. fireworks with my neighbors yep. and watched Hamilton. I felt amazing. And he's I about to have a hot boy complete. summer. You know what? I thought I was about to have a hot boy summer. I think I'm taking that back. You about to have Go a ahead. suburban summer. I really am. You know why? Because somebody told me earlier today that um, they was messing with somebody that was tested positive for something. And I was like, I ain't trying to get no bumper daliuses up in here. <laughs> but why would that be different from any other year? I'm trying to get married. <laughs> I, I, I support you, bro. You don't think I can get married? I said I support you. I was talking about you. Do I think you could get married? <laughs> I think you could do whatever you put your mind to. <laughs> it's legal now. Do I think <laughs> stupid? Do I think you will get married anytime soon? No. Okay. All right. Watch me catch a kid. <laughs> That's worse than a bump of nails. <laughs> I want to be a dad though. I be seeing yo. Ten years ago, it used to be like, oh my gosh, somebody got married. Somebody had a kid in L.A.? Holy crap, right? Now, everybody got a kid, and I feel left out. I nah, I'm good with Wait, it. Wait, so you saying you going to give club, up your V-card? Okay. Nah, I just might have to. Wow. Who's getting that card, though? Post-marriage, though. Who's getting the card? Of course, of course. You know what I mean? Who's getting the card? Damn. Chloe? Julianne now we, Moore. Now we got to see. Oh, Julianne Moore. <laughs> what about Chloe? <clears throat> and Julianne Moore read me back first. What about J-Lo? Damn, J-Lo been passed around, bro. Wow. You dumb as hell, bro. You the dumbest person on the planet. <laughs> um, what I don't about know. Corinne Fox? Uh, Corinne Fox is definitely wifey type. She definitely is. Like, she's smart. She got a good job. Her dad's Jamie Fox. Like, she's a beautiful girl. Like, that right there, Corinne Fox. Yo, hit me up, man. Slot in the jam. <laughs> I got a good job, man. Yeah, yeah. Seen somebody make Instagram makes year. everybody feel like they could date a movie star now. Yo, and I, I'm not. What am I? Trash. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so there for Corinne Fox. I love her. Hey, I I would love to be best man at that wedding. Man. I'm gonna get you. I, I don't know, like, cause it's kind of packed, you know, COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a limited amount of people. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> hey, I'll be we, a waiter. I don't. We're only allowed to have like five people up uh, in there. So, right, right, right. And then you know, Corinne got a big family. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I haven't DM Corinne in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, either way, it's about to be lit this summer. I hope um, somebody drops something that I'm gonna be, you know, going crazy too. I f- I feel like there's this. Mm, there's this energy inside of myself, not necessarily you outside. That, would you you gonna head out to any of these festivals that start throwing back, going back up? You know what, man? To be honest with you, <clears throat> I will feel a little uneasy because of COVID jumping into something that has like a hundred thousand people. I I I know I like I don't know. I just feel mm, I, I I can take my time to jump into something that has a whole bunch of people. Like, I would also be uneasy be, if they would charge me. To go to these festivals. And what? Wait, what? 
Oh, you just don't want I just pay don't feel summer? comfortable. You financially distressed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see that, though. But because you started a new job, Conganas. <laughs> but it's because of COVID, I don't feel comfortable spending my money. Oh, okay. okay. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. I, I, I would wait just a little bit more time before I get into, like, some of these big events. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know if, you know, COVID made me into a little punk or something like that, but I don't know. I don't, don't blame COVID on that on COVID. Oh, that's true. It's COVID. <laughs> Coming. Would you go to a festival right now? So I'm, I'm, I think I'm too old for that kind of stuff. You're and not. what I mean by that is like all my money that I would be spending towards those type of extracurriculars, I want to spend traveling. Ooh, all my trying, money's gone. Go? I'm trying to use my passport. Trying I'm trying to, to get stamps. Where you trying to go? Um, somewhere tropical. I want to go to Iceland. I'm with you. Ooh, Iceland seem nice. That's I want, I want, I want to be in Jamaica, man. Jamaica, yeah. Damn, I could eat a beef patty right now. Ooh, I found yeah. a dope Jamaican spot near near the crib. What's it called? I don't even know. I got it on Uber Eats. Man, that's racist of you to not know. <laughs> you didn't even think about it. Hey, I ordered them patties though. Was fire, huh? Way better than the. Relax. I know exactly what you're gonna say. I know exactly what you're gonna say. I don't like to say. Hey man, I love those patties. Talking a little too much. I was trying to show you guys a little something. I love those patties. It was fire. I was saying authentic Jamaican patties are way better than what was at the what what were we celebrating Easter? I relax. I'm Caribbean myself. I know what it takes. <laughs> I definitely want to do some traveling, but you are not too old to be going to them festivals. Trust me. I, nah, I don't know, man. Like, so when it comes to festivals, I just feel like all the extra stuff I'm just not with anymore, man. Like, just a while and out, like multiple days, like sweating. I like sleeping too much. Sweat, sweating the sweat for me is a mm-hmm. even when I went mm-hmm. to, and this was like a year ago. I went to Vegas. And Vegas is different. Like, we try to go to the club, and I was ready to go home at, like, 12, 31. And I've usually that's club, when we started. Yeah. Like, right. that's when we get into right. the thing. I couldn't be. I couldn't do clubs after, like, 21. Yeah, well, you know what? My life was in the club. Like, I was I in the club, the club all the time. But now my club. priorities have shifted. Like, what I find fun is different now. Like, I really enjoy conversations. I enjoy, like, You can't have conversations. Thing. Yeah. So you're trying to get married? Period. No. Sure. I will. I would if if I'm not opposed to it, but I enjoy like more different things now. You want me to find somebody for you? Sure. I got a nice thing that I was talking to all weekend long. T I N G. Oh, you trying to pass? Oh, I see. You, you. you trying to pass the Dutchie on the left hand side? <laughs> no, it should should be great for you. Uh, yeah, it's good. <clears throat> <laughs> would you? Would you? You would. I mean, what do I you, wouldn't. What would, what would I do? We talked about this before. Would you date somebody that your boy's been with? Ooh, you see, date is different. That's a different thing. Would I date a person or would I, like, entertain them? What are you saying? Like, would you get be in a relationship with somebody that your friend has been in a relationship with? They've been in a relationship with them? Was- Let's say not even. Let's say it, it had a situation with. Oh, no. Probably not. Entanglement. No. No, I'm good on that. But if they were in a relationship, you'd be good? No, I'm good on that. 
So, but what would you have an entanglement with somebody that your boys had an entanglement with? Like, <clears throat> would I'm you entertain to, somebody that your boys entertained? Uh, entertained is in like they just had the thing one time, one night. Sure. Okay, I would then talk to my friend mm. if I was that interested in that person. If I was like, oh man, I really want to, and I have an open relationship with my two with my two like guy friends that that would be a situation with. Um, but it hasn't been that like that in seven years or eight years or anything. so like as of right now like there's just so much fishing to see like i don't see that why i would need to why i would need to bring that up but nah i wouldn't probably not no okay neither would i so i don't want years ago years ago maybe that would have been a thing like i remember me and frank liked the same girl you know and i was like oh frank you mind if i talk to her he was like who am i to stop love <laughs> that's frank a is a super frank. confident dude oh man i mean he's frank you know Red man, same type of thing. Like, oh, you mind if I talk to him? Yeah, no, go ahead. Like, our friends, we know who to not ask about. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if you if you had to ask about them, then, and you know not to ask about them, then we got issues. But if it's somebody, like, you talked to them one time a year ago, and then that was it, and then I, I saw them at the store or something, and I don't know. Like, I would just ask, you know. But at this age right now, I just feel like it's not really necessary. I think at, at a younger age, you look at what your friends got and you kind of can get jealous or you can see like what they see in that person or whatever. But at my age now, like, yeah, I could get whatever I want anyway. So my boy back in the day used to be so upset with me because he I, I would never like do anything with anybody that he's done something with. And he would get so upset to the point like he wouldn't tell me. Like one time we en- I ended up like whatever with this one one girl, and then after everything happened, he told me, "Oh, I- I've been with her too," and I was like, "Ew." I mean, I don't think it's ew, but I do. I just feel like I don't know. To me, I don't. I'm not about that life. I don't know if it's ew, but um, you know, people get have feelings, and even for me, like I would have certain feelings about certain things. I don't know. I. Just a conversation needs to be had. To, for me, that's all that, that needs to happen. But if it's only that serious, you know, because, like, there's plenty of people around, dude. There's plenty of people around. And if I don't know and then something happened and then you tell me, I wouldn't be ill. I would just be like, oh, that's crazy. How was it? <laughs> did she do this to you? Because <laughs> that's what she did to me. And that was it. That'd be it. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I think I'm going to probably get married, too. Right. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. He's going to go straight from no dating to marriage. Yeah, man. That's the I, way it's supposed to be done. I want, like, I'm sp- I'm going to speak. I want, like, a real cool kid. That's what I want. So you ain't even worried about the wife, what the wife's like. He, he's just straight thinking about what the kid's going to be like. Do you need a wife? <laughs> I could just go right down to the store, get me a cool kid. Wow. That's, that's wrong. <laughs> That's one hundred percent false. Okay. Who you I'll think? Who you. you think gets married first? You or Chris? Oh, Chris never get married. I don't know. Nah, Chris. Does Chris girl know he never get married? Yeah, she knows. She yeah. be she be selling the celebrating the relationship for twenty five years already. That's that's false again. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Where you I get remember one facts. time she came to me. She was like, "This is our like ten for your anniversary." I was like, "How do you even know what what the substance is?" 
It's how, the 10th anniversary. It's how long? 10. How long oh, do you think? Oh, I ain't even put Come that thing son. Read a book. I didn't right? even know. Oh. It's in the Bible. I never even got to the uh, toilet paper anniversary. Yeah, come on. Hey, how long could you be with the girl before you have to marry? Yeah. Oh, how long can you guys just be dating? Oh, I, I need a couple years. I need at least two years. No, no, but I'm saying so far I, twelve. <laughs> <laughs> but what? How old were you guys when you got together? Fifteen, fourteen. See, I think that's like different. 15. I think that's different because, like, you guys have never really felt. I mean, that's all of your formative years. So mm-hmm. if it, it feels like what life is, like maybe marriage doesn't change anything because when you've been with somebody for that long, like what really changes other mm-hmm. than government stuff, right? Yeah, pretty much. Would you get married to? Her? Yeah. All right, she right there. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, he said, yes. Yes. She said she don't want you to mess up. How long yeah, do you yeah. think you could pull it off, Kevin? Pull what off? Staying with someone without getting married. I would need like two years. There's a couple things I You're need to You're not answering the question that I'm asking. Oh, okay, ask it again. I'm not saying how long do you need to be with somebody before you marry them. Okay. I'm saying how long could you be with somebody... And still not be married, and and like, how long could you pull that off before the girl's like, nah, you either do this or we you out. Or we well, you see, that's not my goal. Like, okay, I understand what you're saying. Um, I think that's a good question for for six years ago, where I was into time wasting, maybe, you know. But now I have a different goal, where it's like, okay, um. I, I set aside time f- to build stuff for me, right? Now that stuff has been, is in the making of being built, all right, now I'm going to go back and get what it is, whatever it is that I didn't really focus on. But, again, like I told you, I'm not trying to get the bumps. So I'm not trying to be in <laughs> That's uh, also a good reason. Yo, all these reasons why he wants to get married are I ain't trying to get the bumps. Are I'll write that down. It has nothing to do with love or support or like anything. It has to do with I want to get an STD. Facts. And I want to have a kid. I do want to have a kid. Literally, those are the two reasons why you want to get <laughs> nah, married. But we could combine incomes. <laughs> I gotta write that down. And the shit oh, Kelly says file. Oh, get me a nice little man. nurse. Oh man, put me right on your health insurance. Yo, baby. Hey, you will be first in line for the jab. <laughs> first in line for the jab. I mean, love, cool, and all, but you know, Chris heard last week. But two weeks ago when this girl said, yeah, my mama's advice to me was to marry yeah. for money. Yeah. So what So what you think I'm supposed to prioritize you? Because you're looking at me for money. I'm looking at you for health insurance. Hey, man, sounds like a healthy relationship to me. What you know about that? Nothing. You trying to get married? I mean, if if that's in the cards, I, I would love to be married. Well, what kind of games you playing with them cards? I don't play games. Yeah, I see you playing that blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> that was elite. That was elite. That was elite. That was elite. Um, well, uh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely multiple reasons. I also feel like um, I don't know, man. You know, everything I thought I was gonna feel when I turned, um, 
like immediately after 29. 29.2? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it was like 29.01. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh Oreo. Uh that's a that's a phone joke. That's an Android joke for people. Um I started feeling like, okay, I want different things. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never been a club guy, so I never was like trying to go to the club and find the latest things. I did that once with Chris and it was a horrible experience. <laughs> yeah. And and then some of the girls that I like like Chris more and I was like, it's Chris. That's wow. Well, I don't know what that's supposed that's to right. mean. <laughs> I think we told the story on that. I know, yeah. but still, I don't know why he needed to bring it up again and put it in those that it's, same it's, phrase. It's so here's my question. I think you're at the yeah. I think you, you. I think if you want to get married, you're at the perfect time too. No, no, not yet. I need to make just a hundred thousand dollars. But let me, let me, not not financially or anything. I'm talking about age wise because oh, yeah, you're yeah, still yeah, at yeah, the yeah. age where you can, um, find w- women. I think that are like twenty two. Age, not necessarily age. Well, I'm just saying like eventually, like once you start getting older and older, um. You start dealing with like people. You start meeting people that already have been in, you know, maybe marriages before. Yeah, have yeah, kids. Yeah, 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 Like yeah. you're, you're gonna be able to still be like somebody's first. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Marriage. Plus, I'm black, so I'm kind of pretty much like 25 ish in skin. Yeah, you good. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> for a I while, he was, I thought he was about to say he's just the end thing right now. That's a fact too. <laughs> you ever seen them commercials? They got black people driving Lexuses. Yup. <laughs> yeah. I know that white people said I'm wow. never buying a Lexus ever again. Wow. <laughs> so God would not be here driving that E three five hundred. So That's yes, terrible. Yes, um, you're right. Um. Yeah. Yo. When was the age when you find like people that you like look different? What? In what I, way? I, 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 I'll, I'll give it to you like this. So, uh, at, at like twenty eight or twenty nine, I remember, I be, I remember being like, damn, there's a clear difference between a twenty four year old woman and a twenty eight year old woman, just like from a distance. It was just like, damn, there's a big old difference. And that's four years. Uh-huh. When did, did that ever happen to you? Like when you saw the difference? Uh, I know you shaking your head. Like you feel me, right? Like I'm not crazy. I remember talking to Redmond about this. Like, damn, when did that happen? Yeah, I don't remember a specific time, but I know what you're talking about. It's like a difference. Maybe in college. You ain't even go to no college. I went to two years, nah, bro. Not in college. <laughs> not in college. Because in college, they all look. They all have that youthful vigor. No, no, no. I'm just saying just the women in college. I said I was in college when but I, I think a twenty. I think 26 to 30 is like the same. better than 21 to 25. Okay. I had this conversation with myself this weekend. When I when I was in that place and the twenty year old or the nineteen year old however old she was looked me up and down and I I just looked at her and I was like damn your skin just young like something about this is off like you're just too but young but I think yeah, that's I a generational know. thing right because I think beauty is gonna be different we're coming into a generation where women are seeing beauty through lenses right through filters and Bro, stuff that's like that true because when we were growing up yeah 
uh, like natural beauty was actually something that was talked about right yeah. like you were beautiful without makeup like that was more now it's like sweatpants hair tied chilling with no makeup bro. right now it's all about you know uh brazilian butt lifts and oh, you know, know like this surgery and that surgery and make sure you're only taking pictures from this angle like you you could literally go on people's like Facebook pages or social media and all their pictures are from one angle back when I was growing up like we got to see multiple angles of, of like the same girl like they would take pictures it didn't matter what side they were taking a picture from what like now it's all from the God view right like everybody's mm. taking pictures from that because supposedly that's what makes you look the slimmest or what whatnot it's true but you know what's interesting at that event on friday night somebody gave me their phone it was like yo can you take a picture of me and i was like damn what kind of what kind of cameras on this is this because you got an iphone too and she was like she was like no i just don't take pictures without a filter and she looked at me like i was dumb i wanted to throw the phone on the ground that's what you mean just open up the regular camera and she was like ew so that people could see me that's crazy. Uh, yeah. What is the point of this picture, ma'am? So she can look. She was like, I just need a little airbrushing, and the filter's going to give me an eye shadow. Hey, can I tell you, dating, like, is different now, too. Like, yeah, so, so um, la- like, when I was dating maybe a few years ago or whatnot, when I was, like, actively dating a lot more, um, it was weird because... The, like every single girl would want me to take some kind of video for their Snapchat or for their Instagram or whatever it was. Like it was like planned. It's like, how did I like? Let's walk. Uh, can you take me walking this way or like in my car? They're taking play this song. Like it was weird. Like I've seen it. It's like it's like just a different mentality versus like let's talk or let's you know. I mean, like, the thing is though, like. They're not going to ask you to do that the whole date, though. But I'm saying, like, that was never, like, taking pictures on a date, like, I don't think was ever a thing. Do you remember yeah. taking pictures on a first date before? Like, I have I have taken people's pictures on a date before. And I just figured. Recently just, or back no, in the no, day? No, like Maybe, like, four years ago. Oh, like, wow. within the last four years or five years or so. I remember I went somewhere and this girl was, was like, walking on the side. Like, she was like, yo, can you just take me walking from the back? I was like. Um, just like, what you mean like walking? Are we walking towards the goal? She was like, no, no, I'm just gonna be walking. Like you can see my legs. I was like, uh, okay, 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 got it. So I started doing it, and she was like, give me my phone. You ain't even know my angles. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go home. You know what? I'm good. Yeah, but that's crazy, right? Because people are planning. Because it's more important about how I could record this moment for my Instagram versus how can I actually be in this moment and experience Man. this moment. It is what it is. I mean, those are the things you got to put up with. But, you know, hey, that's the, trying, that's the type of wedding you trying. That's the type of wifey you, you about to choose from. I actually don't think that that's going to happen to me, though. Okay. I think that the person that I'm going to marry probably next year or so is... I feel you. <laughs> Is he gonna be Haitian? I don't know. Whoever, whoever the big man sends for me, man. But your mama wants her to be Haitian, though. I think my mom wants her to have a lot of money. That's that's a fact. Actually, that's what my mama. <laughs> my dad is just like, yo. I mean, she got to be Haitian. But my mom is like, yo, what's her credit score? <laughs> you know. So yeah, but 
I think that I look for very specific things. Mm. And so she definitely not gonna be Haitian. All right, now we gonna end. <laughs> All right, y'all good? Fantastic. I have to go to the store. <laughs> and your wife sent you? Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, this was a good episode. I appreciate the conversation. It felt real good. It's amazing. We are men on the internet. Mwah. Go ahead. <laughs> that needs to be done. Make that a drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll program it right now. Um, it was good. We I loved that we were able to go from serious and not so serious. Please follow us on the M O uh, at M O I podcast or moi on Instagram. Um, and we're gonna be on YouTube. YouTube. It's gonna be a new channel though, right? Cool. Brand new, new dedicated. We got to do our ad thing, but that's fine. We'll do it next week. All right. And until then, I'll catch you guys.